0: have to do a cool like welcome to the shiznit like you did the other day and i lost it because that's so funny
1: welcome to fucking uh ellen or whatever i'm taking over for her since she's canceled now um super this
0: is episode... weird route to take <laughs> fucking, into the
2: problematic stuff right away we're not so, all right fine, sorry welcome
0: to arsenio hall because it's 1996 let's um, go i love was around in 1996 was she yeah, that like her her like sitcom was around like the '90s for sure. Well, she didn't have uh, whatever, a podcast, so who cares? Yeah, um, this is episode nine. This is episode nine. We have one episode left of this season after this. Damn, episode nine, season two. What's good? That's cool. This is
1: our nineteenth episode that we've done. And it's almost the end of the year.
3: It's Thank funny
0: because I keep seeing, like, people posting things on Facebook and shit like, oh, I'm so glad this year is going to be over. And it's like, do you think next year is going to be fucking tight? Like, it's going to be know. the same shit. This, next year's going to suck, too. No, year, but there's ne- that confirmation. Next year could be
1: worse for all we there's, fucking know.
2: You get that confirmation bias that, like, once the year's done, it's kind of, like, first step. Forward type beat. They're so. like, they're gonna be like, first hey, the virus.
1: Forward
0: type still- beat. <laughs>
1: they're gonna be like, yo, uh, the virus <laughs> is still here, and just so you guys know, sharks learned how to walk. Oh, you so know, so you're what all you fucked. Straight f- sharks, b- sharks. What's like, good callback? I, I guess,
2: I guess I'll get to the shit talking first before we get into our topic. You know how mu- you know how many people are gonna be like, oh, it's 2021. There's no fucking virus anymore.
0: People will actually think that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it expired. Right. Yeah, like oh, midnight on you know January third, December thirty first, gotta be gone, just fucking cleared like that, because that's how anything works. You fucking cock ring. I hate everybody. Any, anyways, before we go down that hole again,
2: because uh, we did last week, Bet. uh pretty badly. But uh, <laughs> that's my fault. No, I don't. I went yeah, off. It's, on, that's
0: some good listening, though. I went like off everyone, on. An, I'm
1: becoming an anarchist.
2: I went off on the entire. Section of Twitter, but uh, which I'm not proud of. I realize I, I came off kind of as a prick, and I apologize. Today's episode is essentially just one big "What are you listening to?" which is always my favorite segment. So I'm looking forward to this. That's
0: true. It's just what we've been listening to for a year, and that's tight. I'm psyched on this, cause this was a good. I mean, it was a shit year for just you know life. But it was a solid ass year for music, and that's what uh, that was to what makes the best music is like a shit life. Yep. It's a word. It's cool.
1: Or you don't. You guys, can just kind of start. I don't really have. Yeah. What do you want really have a plan?
0: So.
2: Um. You wanna is, go through our rapt first?
0: Yeah. Let's go through our raps. What's the first song on your rapped? Oh, like like the number one. like the your number one most played song. Uh, the last year. Did he, like, did we lose him? There he is. We lost uh, you for just my, a second.
2: My headphones are hanging up. Uh. Oh, like no. They're, like, they're, shorty, they're shorting out, Come, so they keep hanging up.
1: I'll throw you some good ones.
2: No, as long as I don't move it around, I'll be fine.
1: I have some. Let me know.
2: All right, All right. I will. So, like, the first on your playlist, like, your most listened to Yeah, song. like,
0: they give you, like, your top songs of the year, you know, with your rap. Like, what was your number one? once played song. New
2: faces new faces in
0: the dark by Loath. Nice.
2: There'll well, be a lot of Loath discussion
1: later.
0: Fair. What was yours, Mill?
1: Uh mine was come back down to earth by Mac Miller. Oh. Or come back to
0: earth or Mine is on... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying the the first song on uh... What the hell's that album called that I listen to the most this year? Actually, I don't even know the names of the shit that I listen to. The Mac um, Miller record. Swimming.
0: Circles? Swimming. No, it's Swimming. What? Circles is the last even, one. It's
1: not even... No, yes, yeah, Circles is the new one. Swimming, sorry. Oh. I had too much tequila, so you guys have to excuse me tonight. Sick. Actually, I haven't had enough tequila. Um, Yeah, so mine is the first... track. It's it's because I listened to that album so many times this year that it just put the first song, because you start it, sometimes you don't get through the whole album.
0: Cool um my number one is still flood of 72 for like it's fucking 2012 <laughs> nice <laughs> I, li- I apparently i listened to flood of 72 more than any song this year at all which is so insane because Steve- i don't think i've listened to it that many times but apparently um so steve's
1: the only one who had a 2020 song as number
0: one yeah yeah good for you ma'am
1: i'm uh the rest is all like
2: that is all like it's like three counterpart songs and a phoebe bridger song like nothing you know rare right like shocking but i i knew i listened to counterparts a lot like that's water's wet the sky's blue right sure but uh, uh but they've actually never came number one on my spotify like list until this year
1: cool so uh, i was like yeah they're due you no know, my list was like alternating it was like mac miller then it'd be like Liz Fair, Then it'd be Matchbox 20. And then it'd be like Thrice. And it would just keep repeating them. <laughs> Who is your number one artist this
0: year? Mac Miller. Oh, word. And mine so, was Counterparts. Oh to- go ahead,
1: no. I say it told me out of the 68,000 minutes I listened to that like almost 6,000 were Mac Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and the people were posting their Spotify wrapped and their whole thing was like, you know, 6,000 minutes. And I was just like, God, I'm a loser. <laughs> Not th- I had, like, this like a similar percentage. Like, I had
2: 52,000 minutes, I think, and, like, 5,800 of them were counterparts, so, like, a little over 10%. And I got into, like, I thought it said 0.5%. I'm like, oh, like, I'm laughing at myself. I broke 1%, but it was 0.05% of their top listeners. Cool. So, whatever five-tenths of a percent is, whoever the other four-tenths of a percent are, uh,
0: let's... To have a drink on uh through anchor like they showed us like the shows spotify wrapped like how we did this year and i mean i saw it i'm like okay it's kind of what i thought but there was uh 12 streams from kuwait so someone in kuwait is listening to this show what the fuck that's incredible so shout out dude from kuwait um if you hear it like hit us up you're tight as hell (laughs)
1: They heard me defending the Middle East, and they were just like, oh, fuck, we backed this guy. Also, um, maybe someone just has a fucked up VPN.
0: That's probably the case. That's <laughs> like, probably, probably more likely. I it, it. It's. I can almost like 200% guarantee that that's what's like, going like on. One here. of our friends who has some kind of like, sketch internet. Mm-hmm. So regardless, um, shout out to you with the bad internet for using your bad internet to listen to this dumbass show. You ever get, like,
1: ads and shit on, um, like, on Facebook or Spotify or, like, fake people, like, add you. And it's, like, a porno account. It's, like, a fake picture of a chick.
0: Yeah, constantly.
1: Yeah. It's, like, I feel like we probably get some streams like that. Fine with that. Where it's, like, fucking Stephanie with some, tree, like, blonde,
0: bleach blonde with fake You yeah, like Like, supermodel-looking, absolutely stunning, gorgeous Stephanie from, like, some little town in Idaho loves your yeah. show listens every have, week. I'm like, oh, yeah, does she? They have, like,
1: <laughs> they have, like, four friends, and it's, like, four horny dudes that you know.
0: Yep. You're like, I you love when I get a, a request from, like, some, like, porno bot yeah and our mutual friends are like there are some people that i know and i'm like oh man you're dumb <laughs> I it, love yeah, it's that. Either you're dumb
1: you're dumb or you're completely not paying attention and it's probably the former
0: it's absolutely the former because like
1: <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't get it whatever I, like how does that even have like i'll check my fucking like oh who looked at your story once in a while i'll look at that and it's like a bunch of my friends and then it's like at the bottom it's like 10 accounts that are just like yo come fuck me let's meet and i'm like what and it's a bunch of fake <laughs> like, porno bots that it, follow me
2: it's like come it's like come love my huge ass <laughs> <laughs>
3: and <it has> like <laughs> i want to call this
0: episode come love my huge ass <laughs> it's like a peach emoji a
1: tongue and like the water yeah and you're just like what the <laughs> hell like <laughs> dude. And that'll be like the their name so, or like you get a Twitter <laughs> follow and it's just like fucking you know, Brittany followed you from Ohio and it's just like the bio's like, yo, check out my tits. Uh, uh Britney like, from like,
0: Ohio with a name like that, that could be real. And there's there they'll, they'll That's have a spam, why they use it.
2: They'll have a spam yeah. URL though that's like have sex dot now or
1: something
3: like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like or like fucking like,
1: meet, meet and fuck net.
2: Yeah, it's just you get just the, that's just like top shelf champagne, humor I'm right ba-
1: there, and it's because it's it's because like you don't do anything, you just see it. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna right, get you don't a have to look for it. It's
0: just oh, oh look.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get a flag for my car. It's gonna say, uh let's like sexnow.net or whatever Steve said, and it's gonna be like twenty twenty and that's gonna say no credit card no bullshit on the flag (laughs) this ugly motherfucker is banging super hot chicks and basically you're fucking stupid or whatever they they
2: might as well just make it say like yo this definitely like is not a virus whatsoever (laughs) um any surprises in your guys's like top five artists or anything
0: um Oh, in my top five artists, it was who was it? NFG was my number one because it always is. Um, what else was on there? Sidewalk Slam, Kanye West. Cool name. Sidewalk Slam's like a Christian uh like punk rock band from like the early two thousands that was on tooth and nail and they never really got that big. They were just it's super a, good. It's a um, pro wrestling move. Is it? Yeah. Tie. That's super cool. Um NFG was on there, Sidewalk Slam, Kanye West. Um uh zeo and the what was the other one what was the other one copeland so okay, it's cool. it's the same five that it's been for the last since i've had a spotify
2: i had absolutely no surprises except for future cracking my top five i saw that and i was like
0: whoa steve's hard
1: yeah i was like damn i didn't realize i listened to future that much but i did mine's extremely on brand it was like Ma- it was like mac blink uh foo fighters john mayer and uh newfound glory sick we so love consistency yeah it was just no- but you know what the thing is it's like i feel like i don't even listen to blink and
0: newfound glory that much right so i feel like i, I, I don't just- listen to nfg all the time but every year it says it yeah
1: so i guess like assuming that I just do and get on, you know, kicks of it, or they just come up a, a lot when I, I'll just listen to the whole album when it comes up. But, you know, Foo Fighters, I know I listen to a lot. Mac, I know I listen to a lot. John Mayer, it's no surprise. So, I mean, whatever, you know. I don't really, I don't I don't invest much. Like, it's cool to get those stats, but, like, sometimes I listen to CDs in my car or I listen to vinyl or I'll play stuff on YouTube. So, like, it's not like every
0: single thing I listen to, you know right i mean yeah spotify isn't my only source of listening to music it's my main like i use it probably like 60 percent of the time it's what i'm using but it's not constantly well there's stuff that's like
1: not on spotify and i'll put it on my phone i lost
0: somewhere. both of y'all
2: we
1: Was lost there? you but you're back hello hello i don't know why you can't hear us i hear hmm. you steve let him exit out. There? Oh. Yeah, wanna, I, I, I
3: like you there?
1: Oh, Yeah, I lost both of you. Yeah, you were still here. It was weird.
0: Oh, well, Um, you want to yell
1: quick and I'll cut that out? Yeah, whatever. Um, but I, yeah, like there's stuff on my phone that like I'll put on because it's not on Spotify or whatever. But like, I used to actually have Apple Music and
0: Spotify. I remember you told me that you had Apple Music because it was louder. Yeah. Is that true? By default, it's louder, yeah.
1: Oh, cool. But, like, that's probably not a good thing. It just means I can't
0: hear. Right. Because you know, when I'm at work, like I have my pods in at work, and I'm listening to whatever. And I have them usually set as loud as they go because it's a loud-ass room. Yeah, um, you're, like, running shirts and stuff. But and I feel and, like and... it's a bad thing to have constant, loud skate punk blasting in my ears all day. What the hell can you do? Turn up.
1: Yeah. Turn turn down for what?
2: I have the the loudness EQ on my Spotify. To make it louder? No, it like nerfs it a little bit. Oh. Oh. I feel like you get more dynamic range with it.
1: Yeah, but if you can't hear it, then you can't hear the dynamics.
2: That's a fair argument. Uh, listen I listen to skate punk. There's so no dynamics. I just think it sounds nicer with that setting on, so I can. Fucking
1: aesthetic ass Steve, out here sounding nice.
0: <laughs> aesthetic as steve
1: <laughs> wouldn't that be it looks nice well you're it, no there's audio yeah,
0: yeah that's a good point <laughs>
1: dude no i no i argue that aesthetic can be audio too like i told steve this people are gonna shit on me for this but i'm just gonna say it i don't care turnover is complete audio aesthetics
0: that's true I didn't, there's I didn't nothing like there it doesn't it,
1: does, it doesn't go anywhere It's one thing the whole it's all about fucking let's ditch our marshals and get fucking jazz rolling jazz amps with built in chorus and play really slow and make like a texture. But then they don't like build on the texture. It's just kind of this bullshit. And then people It's the same
0: consistent vibey texture the whole song and it doesn't pick up or take away. It was like the whole thing, the whole album this time.
1: Like to me, like most songs are kinda like maybe you walk up some stairs and then you go on a bridge and then you go down some stairs or something like that. And they're just kind of like, you're walking in a straight line, but like, I think it's more of like a cool vibe than it is like a good, like band and people and people are going like, to shit. I mean, that's fine. I don't care. You like what you like and it's fine. But like, I just don't get it. I don't get the turnover worship. Huh? I never knew that. I really like turnover. Yeah. See, I think turnover's first record is amazing. What's their first record? The first full length is uh, Magnolia. Yeah. Uh, I like and Magnolia, actually, but I like
2: Peripheral Vision better.
1: See, I think per- visual, Peripheral Vision absolutely sucks, and everybody else loves it, and that's fine. I'm not arguing that it's not... like Just for me, I can't sit through it. It bores the shit out of me, but I think it's because people like... It sounds nice to them. It's audio aesthetic. Like It sounds nice. And they like... There's like three or four fucking t-shirt lyrics, like I want to make you dizzy or whatever the fuck people tweet all the time. And that's why they like it. It appeals to them because it's fucking aesthetic, but audio, and that's it. But to me, it's like I'm sitting there trying to grasp something from it. I'm like, this is boring the shit out of me. Maybe I don't do enough drugs. I don't know.
3: Maybe. I Sorry, I that's really, my
1: rant. I really liked Peripheral Vision
2: when it came out. I just listened to it too many times. Fair. Like, if you put it on, I won't be <clears> mad. <throat> I just, like, I don't go out of my way to listen to it anymore. And Okay. Uh, I just didn't like the last two. I gave them a chance. I, like, checked them out, listened to them front to back, and I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm cool with this. Like, I don't need to – this isn't really doing it for me anymore.
1: Turnover um, is a band that if they want to make fans, they've done everything right. They started out pop punk, then they made a great rock record, then they transitioned into what they are now. They have a cool name. They make trendy merch. They have the cool, you know, tweet lyrics. Everything they do is right. It's just it's not for me. That's all. Fair enough, but they're like running a business, so I get it.
2: I think we could transition from records we don't like. No, that's the only thing I ever want to talk about. Into well, you could. That's fine. Um.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm joking. You're doing great, both of you.
2: Um. I don't know. Where do you want to start?
0: Ah, uh, do you want to? I don't want to like start at like the top and be like the best, and then like just go slowly like ones I liked less.
2: Um, well, I just want to shout out some EPs because I really only listed like full length, so they didn't count. And there's only I only have two of them to mention. Okay. Uh, Safe Bet and uh, Just Like Heaven. Word. Uh, if Just Like Heaven was a full length. I'd be number one. Oh yeah. I enjoyed it so much. I
0: love it. I love it so much actually if uh i mean regardless like i put out like a, a top 20 like on my socials and shit and there's two eps on there i also really never considered it's a, a top, like my top 20 album so i shouldn't put eps on there and now i feel like an asshole but uh the no pressure ep is on there and yeah. i fucking love it it's yeah. finally getting physicals
1: the no pressure ep is really good. word um, is it really
2: and, it's getting tapes and
0: uh vinyl yeah that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that rec- that record's really good. Um that that's definitely something I really enjoyed this year.
0: Very much so. It was cool to hear his like specific ass voice doing some like aggressive punky something for like the first time in a while.
1: Well, I feel like is my mic working? Sorry. I feel like there's no audio here, but that's okay. Nobody wants to hear me anyway. Um I feel like they it sounds like the story so far, sort of, because it's Parker's voice. But sure. the story so far hasn't really done like a pop-punk release in a while, so it was kind of like refreshing, almost. Exactly. But it was really good. And I also like all the shit that Teenagerist put out, like the three singles. They put out a new one like yesterday. Oh, did
0: they? Yeah,
1: that album, that comes out in February. That album's going to be like probably... See, like usually there's one album a year that I like, and like this is my favorite thing I've ever heard. Like i have the sure. heart attack man banner back there that came out last year you know super mm-hmm. heaven stuff whatever that teenage wrist for me is like a big one but like so i'm excited for that based on the singles but i don't know that's all i got on that
2: is there anything from last year you guys heard this year that you just that you really dove into this year
0: oh probably i didn't think about that what came out last year well what, me, what yeah no, go ahead. Say, to me it was the act and the, oh, reason why I, the
2: reason why I didn't listen to it as much is because it had the, uh it basically had the unfortunate circumstance of coming out a week before counterparts put out an album. Sure. And, you know, I kind of, when they put an album out, that's all I listened to for a good month. Fair. So then I revisited it when they did the stream and all that. And I just, I fell in love with that record again. That's
1: awesome. I, I love the me, act very much. For me, I'd probably just be, like, a lot of the Mac Miller I listened to because not necessarily from last year, maybe 2018 and before, but I, like, knew his stuff when he came out because he's really popular, like, when, around the time I was graduating high school and starting college. he's Me and same. Mac are the – Max would have been nine months older than me when he was around. Okay. So we're about the same age. And, like, I was like, yeah, this is fine, but it's frat rap. And then I never really, like, tried to listen to his new stuff, and then I didn't realize he became, like, a really legit artist. Sure. So now I'm just I binged on that and I really like it, but I don't know if anything came out like all the stuff that came out last year that I like a lot. I think I listened to last year.
2: Man, your Mac Boom was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like it was the the year. Just the year feels like it's gone by. Like, like so well, much times passed. Well,
1: that. like we were in Pittsburgh, like in last November, like in 2019. I mean, like I mean, like in March when that's like all we
2: both were listening to, getting blackout every night.
1: Yeah. But that, that feels like it was a year ago. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like that's just it's whatever. That's crazy that
0: March March of 2020 was wasn't 2 years ago. It's also crazy that it was not that long ago either.
1: It's like it's hard for me to realize like like part of me feels like it should still be summer. I feel that. But I don't know this also, like, I've basically been in Groundhog's Day where I've been doing the same thing every day. So, it's kind of weird. But, yeah, that's I that's all I had to say on that topic of, like, last year. Just, like, I, I got... Because, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, I knew who Mac Miller was. I heard his stuff. like his you know, when he did, like, kids and stuff. And that like, was real popular with people I knew. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But, like, I also kind of stopped listening to rap for a long time. Right on. Because I was just so, like... It wasn't that I thought it sucked, I was so, I was playing in like fucking set sail, and, you know what I mean? Sure. I was so into fucking metalcore and hardcore, now I listen to like three metalcore bands.
3: <laughs> I don't
1: know, I go in cycles, I like a lot of different stuff. Cool. I also listened to a buttload of Alan Jackson this year, so what do I know? Yo! Hell yeah. Yo, uh, real quick, side note, I was listening to a podcast that's not about music yesterday. And the guys were drinking Miller Lights or whatever. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to have some beers today. And then the one dude, they were just interrupting. And he's
0: just like, pop a top again. And I was just like, fuck yeah, let's go. Alan Jackson. Dude, that Alan Jackson's, like, mustache and the fact that his body is, like, 90% just, like, light wash denim. That's like. <laughs> it's so tight.
1: That's what I'm turning into. <laughs> Mill Jackson, dude go jet jackson skypoint skypoint famous jet jackson
0: hey shout out your pops it's his birthday yeah happy birthday dad he won't hear this
2: yeah shout out shout out you
0: don't know he could listen to this and just not tell you
3: Nah, he'd fuck
2: that the only thing he listens to (laughs) is like (laughs) the only thing he listens to is uh like old serbian music and occasionally huey lewis yeah the other other
1: day my dad was like you need to listen to more huey lewis in the news no my dad We'll yeah, listen.
0: you do, though. You know,
1: the news is he's so right. sick. They are good. I listen to them. But, no, he likes, like, Van Halen and fucking, like, we listening to, like, Free, All Right Now. Like that, you know, All Right Now. Like that old 70s shit. Like, he likes oh, yeah. all, that, all that shit. So. But, um, oh, yeah, shout out my dad. That's why we were drinking tequila. We had Bronco's Pizza. And uh, <laughs> so the owner of Bronco's is, like, good friends with my dad. Like, they go way back. And he wrote in Cyrillic writing, like, Serbian. He wrote, Happy Birthday... He put, and they put, you, you know, stadi kudas, which means you old dick. Dude, sick! So, like, my mom got the pizza box that just has Sharpie all over it, like that. That's so sick. It was really funny. Um, Sorry, I'm getting way off topic. So,
0: no, but that's, well, I also said, like, shout out your pops for his birthday, yeah. so it's my bad. Yeah, he's, it's cool. We had to keep We're
2: bound to, I mean,
0: it's, it's our podcast.
2: It's
1: what, cool. uh, so you talk about 2019. Yeah, um,. Before we head into like stuff we've all liked this year, maybe I'll just say Um This Year was fun because Steve put out the gnarly Sheen song. If True. Uh, Larry put out the get by EP. Well I did. You and the band, but you know. the band did, yeah. And then um I did the the one new mistake song that came out. True. So that was pretty cool. I think the park and main stuff that, that we rec- None of the stuff we recorded this year got released yet, but there's new Park in Main and New stole Away coming and I know Larry's got some stuff
0: where he's working on it. Uh, my Christmas EP comes out in four hours.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Also listen to Larry's Christmas EP on probably Spotify and everything.
0: It's else. on Spotify and all, it's yeah, on all the shit, but everything. it'll be on Spotify. He'll spam, it. Hell, yeah. He'll spam we'll all spam it on social.
1: But yeah.
2: It'll it'll go in the rotation with uh, Gucci Main uh uh East Atlanta Santa 2 the night Ops stole christmas.
1: I like uh um, I, is I, the tight, I like uh what's the dude Afroman because I got high he has a christmas album. Does he? Yeah, it's awesome. It's like he's like has a song where it's like deck my balls with lots of saliva or something. I don't know,
0: it's funny. Wow, that's <laughs> like heavy but super cool. No, it's really <laughs>
1: funny and like he has like Frosty the dope man or something. I can't remember. It's funny as hell. We used to play it when I worked at the mall like for christmas i'd put it on while i was counting the drawers like when people were left
2: that whole record's so out of pocket but you'll you'll get a good
1: laugh it's I love brutal it. it's brutal it's awesome it's um awesome um, so yeah but i would say before we yeah so also um you know lots of friends put out music this year um obviously there's new uh spineless heartless which is amazing um uh, it's so new, fucking good there's a new low country song which is really good uh there's new stuff from the region a few new tracks
0: which are really great um you know there's dude shout out the region for having like the highest spotify numbers ever did you see that yeah dude he's gonna that's be, insane hey, dude that jake, kid, those kids fucking hustle dude hard hey, jake, jake's uh jake's the man
1: um they're all the man but jake jake is like uh he's a hard worker um and then uh, with, with music business and stuff, I mean. Um, I haven't talked to Phil as much about it, but I've talked to Jacob a bit. He's, he's a hustler. Um, and then Steve shouted out Gino already, safe bet. And then I'm just going to say, because this is probably in one of my top favorite albums, and I'm not saying it because it's one of my friends, but it actually, it came out on Halloween, and I looked up my, I have a Tap FM that keeps track of my Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then my top 50 played albums, it was like in the upper thirty. It was heavy cream. That's how many times I listened to it already. Heavy That's cream, it's really hindsight. good. It's re- it, it, go ahead. I say it's really, really good. And shout out Jimmy Klein for hustling.
2: I uh, it's it's in my honorable mentions, uh, just because I, I mean, it, it needs it's worth mentioning for sure. Uh, I have a very specific relationship with that record. I mean, I'm on the record. I did did the art, helped Jimmy with some production stuff um and i was around for a lot of it so it's a special record to me and i'm glad to see it do so well and anyone who's heard it like, like even you know some of my friends who don't know jimmy are like oh i listened to that heavy cream song on your story and i really liked it and i'm like D- jimmy's destined for great
1: things and this yeah. is just the start i also say i'm super critical of Absolutely. music i'm super critical of music but i'm also like fair so like if you're my friend and you put out music like Definitely check it out, but I'm not gonna hype you up if you suck. So I really mean it when I'm hyping up these releases.
0: And like, Mill doesn't like bullshit something. Like, I'll send him like a demo or a mix. I'm like, hey, is this tight? And he'll be like, actually, this part's not that cool. And this is like, and it's cool that he's not like, oh yeah, it's all sick because that's not reason, useful.
1: But but I try to give you a reason like why I think stuff too. I'm not like, hey, this sucks. It's like, hey, like you maybe always like, back it up with something you know yeah like maybe put a transition here or maybe just like sometimes usually when you send me stuff i just say that
0: something about the mix
1: usually though because you
0: and i write similarly we write similarly and um i i don't think we mix similarly because i think you're better at mixing because i don't know what i'm doing well no i just don't mix anything oh I just turn maybe it i should again. just i should just put the tanks raw i just in, like quad track guitars and,
1: and send it out just quad track guitars and turn them all the way up <laughs> <laughs>
2: and if people ask why'd you do that just say it was for artistic reasons and they can't challenge you. <laughs> yeah artistic
0: fucking shit yeah audio why is your mix sounds so bad audio is art audio the
2: vibe is, i was going
0: for
1: audio aesthetics motherfucker it's the vibe i was going for you
2: can't tell me different um beautiful that's that's why that's why when i send cj unmixed un- synths for our record people are gonna be like what the hell is this i'm gonna be like oh it's artistic <laughs>
1: artistic <laughs>
0: shit hell yeah um
2: without if my I'm going married, oh sorry go ahead i was saying, can i just fire off basically all the like just a handful of records that didn't
0: make the five i'm gonna dive into go yeah ahead. that's kind of what actually like, the exact same route i was about to take cool like so i don't want to like go to like take my five because i have a 20 but i don't want to go through every single one because it's going to take a fucking week but yeah. like yeah spouting off a couple of those before the five is a solid ass call I'm just straight up going to go
2: artist and name. I'm not going to say anything else other than... I'll
1: add a little bit if I have something to say.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Because I could go on for ages. Chamber, cost of sacrifice. Heavy. Bright eyes, down in the weeds where the world once was.
0: That was on mine too.
1: Depressing.
2: Boston Manor, glue. Sexy. (laughs) Gleamer, down through.
1: I don't know what that is. It's decent uh like shoegazy rock um cool
2: one one five six silence irrational pull
1: it's not
0: like for me crazy chaotic metalcore i like it i haven't heard that and i think it might have been you who told me who that was I, it was on this and podcast. i looked him up and i'm like what the fuck this is ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous um <laughs> the next one's end splinters from
2: an ever-changing face
0: uh and was on uh my number 10 shout the fuck out
1: end and shout out brother murphy
2: Yeah, we love Brendan. Uh, Wyland, Wyland. (laughs) Self-titled. That's the, uh, like, the... I don't know what that is. That's the white rapper on TikTok who's blown up by taking videos with, like, rocket launchers and shit. That fucking guy?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old school. I only fuck with Vine. Fuck TikTok.
2: Uh... Shout out Vine, Vine was dope. I don't I
0: don't have a TikTok. It just his videos have gotten everywhere else. Um, don't get one. Like I've never posted anything on TikTok, but I have one. And tic- when you open it, you just go and go and go I'm and over, go. And it's I'm, I'm all over the, horrible, useless I'm, information. I'm TikTok was ar- th- okay. If I was saying, if TikTok was around like eleven
1: years earlier, Kesha's fucking song would be number one for like ten years.
2: True. Um I'm over the age of fourteen, so I don't see the need for one. Well,
0: I'm ten years older than you. I got TikTok. What's good?
2: Um, <laughs> I think I have the app I don't use it I don't know um, More importantly 21 Savage and Metro Boom in Savage Mode 2
0: Word Savage Mode
2: uh, Future Little Uzi Vert Pluto X Baby Pluto
0: <laughs> Yup
2: And Future High on Life This fucking just Trap ass year yep. That Those are my honorable men. I major. don't
1: need LSD or PCP I get high on G-O-D I get high on trap-ass beats. Yeah, I get high on P.O.D. <laughs> <laughs> <South> <laughs> I fucking <towners>. love P.O.D. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, P.O.D. Let's... P.O.D. is like the second most mentioned band after with Dead Hands Rising on the pod.
2: I keep listening to Southtown to see if I get that same high every
1: time.
0: Chris' that's That's fucking heavy Chris, as fuck.
1: Chris, Chris's Spotify rap is like, with Dead Hands Rising, B.T. Bam, Slipknot, Slipknot again.
0: Like... No, he posted it. the number one was fucking uh, that YouTube dancer kid, JoJo, whatever. What? No, because he has, like, fucking 30 kids. Oh, his kids will use a spot. No, because I saw it. I'm like, hey, what's good with that? He goes, uh, do you know how many kids I have? Like, oh, yeah. But the rest of it was, like, band Slipknot,
1: and, like. Fuck that shit. If I have kids that are listening to Slipknot, they don't have a choice. When you're 18, you can listen to what you want. Until then, you're listening to the fucking Slipknot.
0: And then when they turn the 18, that's when they start listening to fucking... Jojo whatever, Casey and Jojo. Fuck
2: that. If I ever have, if I ever have kids, they're going to just listen to Future as soon as they're out the womb.
0: If I ever have kids, then I'm not <laughs> probably same.
3: Respect. Fuck
0: um, all that. Do you have any um, honorable mentions? I yet? had Bright Eyes was one of mine. Um Slick Shoes, rotation and frequency uh movements. Uh the weekend. The weekend album was really 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 good uh freddie gibbs and the alchemist alfredo um action bronson only for dolphins fucking justin bieber the justin bieber record was phenomenal i like still haven't heard it it's like just vibey chill mellow sad artsy pop it's phenomenal did you shout out freddie gibbs yeah, he put out a, a whole album with Alchemist producing it. Freddie, and it's fucking Freddie Gibbs sick. puts
1: out an album every year, and it's always good, but it's like four hours long.
0: Freddie Gibbs used to work at the Best Buy on 30. Shout out, yeah, Holy dude. Shit. I know. We used to print out <laughs>
1: pictures of him in high school. Did I ever tell you about that?
0: Yeah, like uh, I think last episode you talked about it. Yeah, it was or maybe funny. off air.
1: Yeah, probably off air, but it was funny. We used to, me and this other kid used to print out like a hundred pictures. I'll just tell a story real quick for the pod when i was in high school we had computers but like it wasn't like how it is now so they'd all have one printer for like 30 computers or whatever and me and this kid or like 15 computers and you had a partner me and this other kid decided to print out a picture of freddie gibbs but we did it like 75 times so people were trying to print out their homework papers and they're just fucking full color pictures of freddie gibbs coming out <laughs> and it was this dumb picture of him with like a like an argyle fitted on you know what i mean like some 2005 shit i used to like, have a brown argyle yeah hat. it was like some ryan Gullet type hat where it's like a cubs hat with argyle brown we argyle. had
2: the
0: same hat we bought it at lads on the same day yeah you know exactly <laughs> i used to wear it isn't like.
2: that like the scumbag steve hat yeah 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 it absolutely is Cause, I had cause it. well
1: no because the is brown argyle is like their thing it's seth's drums or that and then like the record and all that true shout out memes in 2008 I like the the new scumbag meme where it's, like, the dude, like, standing in the kitchen, and he looks like he's
0: high Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson?
1: Yeah, it's so funny.
0: It took me, like, a couple weeks of seeing that meme to realize it wasn't just, like, some scumbag that looked like Robert Pattinson. It was actually him.
1: But it looks like (laughs) a bunch of dudes
0: I went to high school with. Yeah, it did look like that still. I I probably look like
1: that at times, to be honest.
0: Fuck him. I, it's cool
2: my, my, my facial hair is getting there now i got this gnarly mustache growing
1: it's hard though alan jackson yeah dude i'm turning i'm gonna shave my beard like well beard and i'm just gonna have the mustache and my cowboy hat and be alan jackson do you get have a way. cowboy hat
0: huh do you have a cowboy hat i'm gonna get one yeah i've been, I've I've been, been smoking at, jacket
1: well yeah i've been looking into cowboy hats but i need to make sure i get the right size Needs uh, to be
2: uh needs to be ten gallons, not eight.
1: They don't make a
0: snapback. Yeah. So <laughs> a snapback like Mitchell and Ness cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was looking
2: for. <laughs> snapback ten gallon hat. Snapback oh, cowboy shit.
0: hat. Oh We lost Larry again. I tried to push my pod back in my ear and I hung up.
1: Fuck that.
0: It's all right. All right. Uh What was my last honorable mention? Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. J B. Yeah, that gets that gets me to like I didn't do all of them, but that gets me to that point. So. We're you know
1: good. they love me they all do da, 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 da.
0: so that's the only justin bieber
1: i know is baby i really didn't start
0: there's like, like 12 years of him doing fucking drugs and like becoming a not 12 year old and it's incredible and music and,
1: and again i'll probably have the mac miller experience that i had with justin bieber but until i do i'm just gonna keep
0: rocking with Ludacris and baby shout out shout out Ludacris! shout out Ludacris's long ass nose like it's like a foot <laughs> Him and,
1: and his, like, braids and Fast and the Furious. And that video where he's got, like, the... Everyone's got the huge heads and hands and shit. Chicken and beer. Oh, oh, stand-up.
0: Yeah, that video's no.
1: sick. Is it stand-up? I think it might be something before that. It might be something older.
3: Oh,
0: uh, that's no, the, al- the, uh, al- the huge hands is the Everlong video, actually. Well yeah,
1: well, yeah, when he slaps. But <laughs> the word of mouth album, he's got, like, the mouth. big head. Yeah, word of mouth with an F. He's got, like, the afro and, like, the big head. True. Thank anyway,
0: you. king shit.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, um, like, me... what's
0: the first record that's in your actual five? Am I going first? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys go. I'll just kind of chime in because
0: mine's okay.
3: Half-assed.
0: All right. Um, I had Halo of Hurt by Sea Haven. That didn't even make my twenty because after I had made this twenty, I hadn't listened to that record yet, and now I regret it. Fair enough. I try to like hold off
2: from being like hey here's all my favorite shit i didn't even start gathering these together until yesterday you just
1: literally you just made my point for me why like wait till the next year
2: i'll be honest guys like it's fair i usually do like the 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 top twos or whatever that website that topsters that puts it all together for you in a nice image of like 25 yeah i did
1: 100 last year
2: I don't know if I, like, I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't, uh, you know, to borrow an English term, I couldn't be arsed this year. Like, and all I've really have left as a person, my personality is sharing my music taste on the internet. That's what I've been reduced to yet this year. I, I don't know. Like I'm always down to discuss it, but I'm like, I don't have it in me to
1: just like type everything in. Maybe
2: I'm just
0: Fuck. Lazy. That's what I've been reduced to. I just
1: wanted to throw this out Damn. there. I did a top 100 <laughs> last year. Mm -hmm. That I posted. That sounds exhausting. And I posted on the last day of the year. Well, I check. I check out a lot of music. Okay, but I kept track of what I liked more and stuff. The problem with that is I realized I don't care that much. Like about seventy-five of those albums, I'm like I'll probably never listen to them again. Well, it's fair. But I check. I do check stuff out. I like. I make it like I don't listen to new stuff. It's just that there's a lot of stuff where it takes me time to have an opinion on it. Like I like to listen to an album probably thirty times before I have an opinion on it. And then it's just like, like, I know I'll know if I like it or not, but you know what I mean? Like little suit, you know, subtle nuances, but like, also there's just so much shit that comes out. And if you don't know what it is, you might love it or you might hate it, but you have to just try it. Sure. But there's bands I never heard of last year that people were like, no, check this out. And I loved it. And then there's stuff I listened to that I thought I would like. and It was boring as hell or it just wasn't good. So it's like, it's just hard to tell anymore. Yeah. Right on. That's fair. Like, um. it, I sorry, go ahead. I'm saying yeah. if you're not talking about bands you already know, it's hard to tell. That's
2: what I mean. Respect. Sometimes it's amazing. It's awesome when you go in blind and you find a record that you just love. Um that I did that not...
0: actually last year. My number one album of the year was from like some small band called Sleep Talk that like most people I know have no idea who they are. I've heard of Sleep Talk. The was... record they put out last year, everything in color, is unstoppable. It's phenomenal. Same thing happened to me.
1: I got into um, Heart Attack Man. I Oh, was that 2018? No, it was 19, yeah. I got into yeah. Heart Attack Man when their record came out in April. I found them because their record came out. And that was my favorite album last year, and I listened to it. Like, last year, my Spotify raps is all Heart Attack Man.
0: Heard that Heart Attack Man record rules.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, it but, like,
0: I didn't know the fuck
1: they were. I was like, who the fuck named their band after a Beastie Boys song? Let me check this shit out. And then I was like, like oh. Like a weird,
0: hardcore Beastie Boys deep cut. They're like
1: a they're like a fucking mean pop punk band, type. Cause tight. Because pop because pop punk has become kind of soft, and I don't mean yeah. like neon like how it's soft. Sorry, I'm just discussing this real quick. But it's like a lot of pop punk has kind of become like between sad boy or like just for like more for kids like how water parks and like those types of bands appeal to like 14 year olds. But like water
0: parks is like Disney music. That's what I'm saying. But like that was like that, more for cursed occasionally. You but
1: you understand what I'm what I mean though. Become, I know exactly what you mean. And like to me, I had this weird um Steve actually kinda talked me out of it, but I had this weird opinion, I was like, Am I too old for pop punk? And then he was like, Well, Newfound Glory still makes pop punk and it's good and they're forty and I was like, Oh, And I was like, Steve's right. I'm like, no, it's not an age thing. It's just that the bands that are coming out, a lot of them don't appeal to me. But it's not because they're new bands. It's just because they're not making music that appeals to me. It has nothing to do with the genre.
2: This is like the most cliche, like bullshit thing to say, but it's the truth. It's just like how the scene is right now. Those bands don't really resonate with us. Heck, when I say us, I mean like Mill and I, like that current wave, I guess you could say, it's just not really for me. Like, Like It wasn't a lot of pop punk I was remotely interested in this year well, like except for like
1: NFG which you get, we'll get to later there's bands like Movements which I don't doesn't appeal I don't think they're a bad band by any means I've seen them live twice
0: also there is no way you you can say Movements is a pop punk band
1: no 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 but I'm just saying they are in that scene Sure. oh sure sure yeah so like they, but they don't appeal to me um, you don't like Movements? I just I think they're not for me they're boring oh I love Movements I think they're extremely boring it's hard for me to even get through a song They don't move. They're called movements, but the songs don't go anywhere for me. For me. Not for other people. I'm not saying they suck. I don't think they're bad. I'm not telling you not to listen to them, just for me. And I've tried, and I've tried, and I've tried, and I can't. Um, But they're one of those bands where it's like, I was like, oh, maybe I'm too old for this. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with my age, because plenty of people who are my age and older love this music. It's just their band doesn't appeal to me. I think that it just has something to do with my attention span, to be honest. That could very well be. I'm not hating on them by any means. I saw them twice, and they were not, like, a bad band. It just wasn't my thing. But there's plenty of... See, I try to have... And I'll just say this real quick before we move on. I try to have a certain level of respect and understand what a band's doing before I say anything.
3: Because That's cool.
1: Because I certainly don't even do that. A lot of people will talk shit to me about Blink, right? And my Fuck whole, And my point is, like, yo, I don't give a shit if you don't like them. But there's a level of importance of how many. I mean, look how many bands that you love are bands because of them, right? Um, All of them, and that's a di- whole different podcast. But like, so I try to have a level of respect for bands. So when I say like bands, like when I talk about bands like Turnover. The reason I have harsh words is because I believe that they had something where they could have been a band that I liked more if they continued to evolve in one direction. They evolved in the opposite direction, and it's not that I don't respect it. I just, it's probably the smarter move for their band. It's just, it's not for me. But, like, there's plenty of bands that people know I don't care for, but I, I don't necessarily hate on them or disrespect them. I just... I try to have an understanding of why I don't like them. So again, with a band like movements or water parks or whoever, it's just not for me, right? Whatever. Maybe one day it will be, maybe, maybe movements will put out a record next year or in two years that I think is the best record ever could happen. They could win me over. But I just had to talk myself out of the idea that pop punk was like an age thing. Cause I was kind of going through that for a while.
0: I went through that for 10 years, like all my twenties, like when the pop punk revival started, like the wonder year started getting really big. I was super against all of it because i'm well, like that, fuck y'all y'all weren't there that was kind
1: of the band and i was just like, bitter that it was like a, a
0: thing again and the kids liked it now and i'm like no you don't understand do you yeah. know who fucking homegrown is get out of my face
3: homegrown
1: homegrown <laughs> shout out homegrown they haven't put out a record in like fucking 18 years probably um yeah
3: they weren't even good back then no yeah the actually homegrown old,
1: like... homegrown was not good actually <laughs> I was gonna no say. they weren't um <laughs> They came from San Diego, or, like, around where Blink's from, so that's probably the only reason they got, like, no, I'm just, but either way, point being, that's totally, like, how I was, the story so far is the one band where I was like, oh, okay, but, like, one, two years and all this shit, I just, whatever, and that's fine, people love it, it's cool, but uh, I just struggled with a lot of these these bands coming out, and then Steve kind of was like, no, nah, dude, like, it's really, you put it into perspective, and I was like, no, nah, he's right, like, it's just, some shit doesn't resonate with me, and that's okay fair but i'm also not a huge lyrics person right on so if the lyrics are really cheesy and lame and they that's like the appeal to the band though like you okay i'm just gonna say this i'm gonna shut up this isn't always case, but in pop punk music if lyrics are the main appeal it's usually not my favorite band
0: respect i know it sounds weird no because i mean like well, I mean, I guess I can touch on that when when we start talking about this NFG record. But like the lyrics of the new NFG record are fucking bad, right? But there's like a couple it's songs. It's still like my number five okay. album of the year. And
1: there's a couple of songs with the lyrics
0: are okay, but there's also
1: like fucking twenty songs almost.
0: But it's like 16. really, actually, since Jordan became like their primary lyricist, their lyrics have not been good. He is not a good lyricist. His lyrics are bad.
3: Um,
0: I like. Uh, I mean, they're not bad. They're they're fine. But he didn't write, I think Chad wrote a lot of these. Well, his lyrics are bad, too. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think whoever's most, lyrics
1: these are, they're not good. Either way, we'll get to that in a second. But I was going to say, like, to me, it's like melody is important. And I think a lot of the bands that try to be too wordy and they lose, they lose, in, you know, when you're trying to fit too much stuff in, they lose <laughs> in the melody realm. And then, like, a lot of the music is not bad, but it's just, like, not interesting. Respect. So that's just how I am. Anyways, let you guys take it away because I'm done being a dick.
2: Before I go one? into this uh Sea Haven album, there's two things I wanted to backtrack on. Sure. The other record from last year that I like straight up didn't hear until this year, not that I needed to revisit, was uh that capstan album. I didn't Holy capstan.
0: shit, that capstan album? That's the uh, that would be the one thing from last year that I totally slept on. Was that because they came up on like a daily mix one time and it's like this proggy ass like emo with a fucking dude like ripping sacks hard as fuck and i'm like what it this could this possibly be it's yeah, amazing I, I, I like i
2: recognize the name but i kind of grouped them in with like all the pop punk bands that yeah i just assumed they sounded like really, belmont or something exactly but like they're really no. fucking good so shame on me for judging a book by its cover um and then uh, well if you don't want to be judged we already like did that episode
0: book cover thing like <laughs> don't market yourself that, that for being that kind of band then because they did you should absolutely judge Human Clay by its cover. That's, like, the only case. <laughs> no, the, the other Creed albums, too. The like, the, old, the too, fucking I tree. Um,
2: I, I didn't mean more of the album art. I just meant, like, I know. who they're associated with and all that stuff.
0: But right, yeah, because if you look at, like, they're related hearts on Spotify and shit, it's, like, all of those bands. Uh,
2: and the other thing was, like, yeah, the other thing is... The two albums I'm, I've, like, exempt myself from talking about, because I want you guys to discuss, is the NFG album and the Hum record. That's my five and one. So because I didn't mention them doesn't mean they're not in consideration. Mm-hmm. It's just because I'm like, well, I'm going to leave this to them because for, like, the ten times you've listened to that record, I've listened to it, like, once or twice. Like, a fraction Word. of
0: the amount. That's all. Well, those are two of my top five. Mm-hmm um the other three one i know that me and you like me and steve can talk about a lot because i mean we did yesterday for like a fucking hour <laughs> and uh well the other two i don't know if y'all can really talk about
2: we'll find out i'm gonna go ahead then um my sure. number five is halo of hurt by sea haven um the beautiful los angeles emo rock band i guess uh this, this is kind of a comeback record. This, there's a lot of good comeback records this year, which is always nice to see when one of your favorite bands decides to give it another shot. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this album because, uh, one, like Sea Haven, are fucking a band again. True. And, two, I thought this was going to go in the opposite direction. I thought they were going to kind of do the turnover thing. Uh, Rivier, Rivier Lagoon was more of a calmer album. Okay. But there were a couple tracks on the eerie end. There was, was some aggression to them. And basically what they did was they took those two songs and made an entire record like that and or added th- synth or not synth. Oh well, yeah. Synth piano and, and, and strings to every song. So, uh, that just makes all these really cool textures and reverbs and stuff. And it makes it kind of just a record that you could just c- get consumed by, uh, kyle soto's back his just he has that kind of effortless but impressive voice if that makes sense
0: that absolutely makes sense that's and a really just, good way to put that actually it just
2: complements that eerie haunting vibe to it and it's just a record for perfect for these dreary winter months that it's just a
1: miserable rock record that you could just get enveloped by i'm glad someone's bringing back
0: guitar solos too
2: yes i put that in my notes there's guitar solos all over the damn thing and they're
0: all good a, a lot of the bridges on that album is like a, uh, it's like a real 80s like cock rock thing to do where the bridge is just the chorus but the guitar solo is like the the chorus melody but like shredded hard yeah. And they do that a couple of times on there and I love it exactly
2: and then I put um I made little notes for, for my five my favorite song on the album too which um my favorite song on that album is Dandelion
0: nice I should probably pull up Spotify here so I can pick what my favorite track is off of each record good call yeah that's pretty much all i to say about that halo of hurt by sea haven i do really like that record a lot i was really happy with it and uh actually i had not listened to sea haven prior to this oh man right uh but i love it i love that album very 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 much it's just it's gloomy and it's just it's thick it's just really good Go listen to their whole back catalog. I know I'll like it all. Winter forever is really good. I still think that's their best. I also I have confused Sea Haven and Seaway my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the it's exact like hey two opposite. two similar not similar bands but two bands who the the fan bases probably crossed over a shit ton of times. Mm-hmm. And their names are more or less the same so it was really hard to keep them in line.
1: The new cuA album from this year is really good actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, you've talked about that. It's like a pop punk record but more pop but like they finally somebody instead of going pop they like kept the pop punk energy.
0: Yeah. So, recommended. That's all I'm going to say. Fair. Uh my number 5 was the NFG record. Um, it leaked what when did it come out <laughs> oh, uh no, I got it like in January like June. <laughs> it <laughs> came out in June or something oh I can probably just look right I got it, it
1: I got out. it I sent it to you really early like
0: January or February does spotify not put like the release date just the year it should be at the bottom oh I lost you guys oh did you
2: can you see me now I'm
0: good I can hear it. I can see and hear oh, both okay. of you
2: um at least it on just on the says 2020. Phone. Anyway, it's on the phone app. If you scroll to the bottom, it. Oh, I'm on the
0: desktop it. app. Just, well, um,
2: uh, well, I have my computer right here. I'll just search it. What's it oh, called fair. again? Forever to
0: infinity. Forever and ever times infinity, which is uh, it's a bullshit album title. It's corny. It's lame. It's stupid. And it came out in, I think, early summer. Um, it yeah. leaked in like fucking January or February, and I'm at June, work one day. Uh, June nineteenth june 19th i'm at work having like a bullshit day like it's like a hard day at work I, i'm like fuck it i need a cigarette so i go outside and i'm smoking and i had a text from Mill, and i'm like and it was like 9 a.m and i'm like why is Mill texting me at 9 a.m this is early and I look, and he goes, yo, I have the NFG record. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's January. What do you mean?
3: So, <laughs> so I'm like, um. send it to
0: me right fucking, right, right now, yeah. right now. And it's, a- after that, it, it, was, so it was only like two hours into my day, and it was already terrible. And then after that, for the next, it was like, I think a Monday. The whole week, I had the best week. I was just bubbly and smiling and like an idiot. Because I had new NFG a half a year early. Just having a great time.
1: The, um, the MFG record for me is cool because when you're a fan of the band, you know, okay, it's their 10th album plus all the other shit they've done when they tour. It's like, they only can play so many songs. So like, I'm not too worried about them driving the corny songs into the ground, but I think it's because it's like a really hard pop punk album. It'll help. Maybe when shows come back, you not that. They ever went away, but bring them a little bit more to prominence in that community. Fair. and because it's like a lot more pop punk than like their last effort and uh it's the most
0: like traditional and old school nfg record that they've put out in a long time yeah that's kind of
1: probably like probably since not without a fight and not without a fight didn't do very not
0: about fight though was had like a lot of dark overtones to it it's also really underrated but um it is very 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 well, vastly I, underrated but i think had it not been for
1: the pandemic they're they because they were supposed to tour simple plan. Like I think this shit would be popping off for them right now, but I still think it'll be good for them. And uh I like the production on it, it's heavy.
0: It's very heavy. Uh totally I think it's their heaviest record. The guitar tone like, is good, drums sound good. Drums the snare on that record's nuts. Um yeah. so I like, remember, Himalaya is the heaviest song they've ever put out.
1: I think Himalaya is like the that's my favorite song on the record. I actually like that song inside out, like lyrically and everything. That's one that's like okay like it's a good song word because i know like some of the songs i totally agree with you like they're cheesy because they're about chad mary and this chick or whatever but i i think that that song is pretty pretty good and i I also think with newfound it's kind of like you're not expecting them to put out a fucking like rock masterpiece you want a a catchy heavy album that you want to see played live.
0: but they at one point in their career they did put out a rock masterpiece they did and nobody cared until like 10 years later Right, and that record, I mean, because it, it's not, it doesn't sound like NFG, but it's like a beautiful rock record. When they play it live, though, it still sounds like NFG, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because it's, it's a bunch of, like, old guys wearing camo playing out of loud-ass mesas. No, that would be Get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I'm wearing camo shorts right now. Shout out Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds <laughs> fun. No, okay. But, yeah, that's all oh, I had to say. But just... my favorite song on uh, Forever and Ever, Times Infinity is also Himalaya, just because... When I first heard it that day you... Wait, it leaked and you sent it to me. It just starts with that... Those chugs and that roll and this... Chad yells on it. S- like, that fucking, like, slammy riff during that, sl- I guess, slam when he's talking about, like, just traditional hardcore lyrics like heavy-ass crowns and all this honor or whatever bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Terror lyrics. He's, for like, just ripping a page out of like scott vogel's yeah like yeah. book scott vogel might have wrote the the verse to be honest <laughs> might as well he have. might have <laughs> no but i remember hearing that song and then the circle pit part kicks in and i'm just like psyched like wanting to run around the shop it's like yeah let's go i'm so happy
1: um two things i have just to say about the record for me is it's cool as hell that chad took all the uh, pictures did he he took all the photos for the artwork. Did not know that. So that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of DIY. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Chad's been putting on a lot of events before COVID when he's in, in yeah in Tennessee where he lives, and he uh has been doing like leading like you know like youth groups and stuff and trying to help out the community and. I yeah, think, I heard, uh, he
0: talked about that on the um the Toby Morris
1: podcast. But so, Yeah, so I think that was some kind of local. And he took pictures, and that's that's kind of cool. That made the cover and the inside and everything. And then also, I got that CD like right when it came out, so I have the Jordan, the stickers that he drew as tattoos, or maybe they're temporary tattoos. They're temporary tattoos. Yeah, Jordan. So it's kind of cool that they're very hands on. Yeah. So that's that. Oh, that's
0: a Target exclusive. Shout out
1: Target. Shout out Wine Moms. (laughs) So so the The Wine Mom exclusive.
2: Oh yeah, the story behind. uh... Oh, I lost y'all again. Oh my
0: God. This is whack. You good? We... Oh, I got y'all now. Right, cool. right, Did you cool. lose me? Yeah. We sure
2: lost so. you for just a second.
0: Oh, well, it's, well, it's okay. Th-
2: the uh so what happened was when when you guys got the album, I uh I it got through the grapevine that Phoebe Bridgers was going to release a single man. pretty soon. This is like in February, right? And we lost Larry again.
1: Larry, won't you come back down? Larry don't. <laughs> Larry, won't you come back to the I'm podcast? I'm right here Are we good? <laughs> I'm, gonna yeah, come, I'm gonna cover I'm Teenage dress but I'm gonna rename it Larry instead of Mary. <laughs> it got to I
2: think it got through the grapevine that Phoebe Bridges was gonna release a new single and uh I was looking around in that part of the internet and uh because i think you know if it's a record you're gonna buy i'll listen to it early right
0: oh so you found it
2: and i i go on the site and there's no phoebe single but then it's like newfound glory and i'm like oh there's a new single so i just bounced the link to mill and he's like what the fuck this is the whole album <laughs> i opened it up, i was like what thanks steve like, what? so apparently what happened was uh the single was going up that day because i think it was supposed to
0: come out in yeah it's that first mistaken. video
2: and iTunes put out the whole record for like
0: a minute. Well, so the dude, the guy who had hopeless records was supposed to just submit the single through like Apple Music and he accidentally submitted the whole thing and he yeah. got fired.
2: I was going to say, yeah, that's what happened. That guy
0: lost a job for that. <laughs> Poor I mean, guy. He didn't mean to.
1: Maybe he did. Maybe it was an inside job. What if it He's was like, me? What if fuck it, him. Let's go. What if it was me? When did you work at Hopeless Records? <laughs> I might have. Maybe that's why I quit my job. Some hopeless records records.
0: Some hopeless ho- records records. Hopeless. I know Jeff exactly, yeah. I know what that that you is. You guys want Let's a Starbucks? It's like
1: six bucks. You get a grande, you want an Americano. Sure. Sure.
0: Six sure. like six bucks hopeless records records <laughs> What like a specific reference that i knew exactly what you meant right that away. video
1: is so funny when he's doing the starbucks order and he's like
0: you want a frappuccino you want a grande black you coffee want a grande? yeah <laughs> well, well steve our our well mill do you have a number five technically uh i'll just say new
1: fun right. all right cool so i like i have probably three or four of mine are going to be stuff that you guys say Fair. So I'll just I, I'll say I'll say that uh, I don't really have much to say about. It. I like the Deftones record a lot. Nice. I think that they're getting a little bit back to form, if that makes sense. From Gore.
2: Yeah, I I don't know why I didn't I left that off my mentions, but the, the that's atmos-
1: good. The atmosphericness was nice, and it moved, and it's just I'm not gonna get too much into it. I'm still excited to listen to it more, but I just think it was like, oh okay, like Deftones, like okay, like you know we're good.
3: Yeah. I, sure. I was a little nervous
1: that it was gonna be bad. Yeah. Because Gore was not fair. that good. Gore was like kind of very subpar for them. I feel that. So okay, you guys can keep going. I'll jump
0: in. Well, uh, what would your number four be, Steve? Uh, Ultraviolet by Misery Signals. Um, you guys might not be crazy psyched on this, but uh, Ultraviolet was my number eighteen. I mean, that's fair. It's still, it's still a, technically a favorite. No, it's a phenomenal record, and it's everything I wanted out Misery Signals' record. That's the thing,
2: uh it got through the grapevine that they were doing uh original lineup album like a year and a half ago, yeah, and we heard whispers of it. We didn't really know when or how they were gonna do it, and um I was a little nervous, especially after the first single. I wasn't like I was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be good, but it's like it maybe I had a little too high expectations. But when I heard the whole thing and I heard the singles in context with the rest of the album, it completely blew me away. Very cool. And Jesse Zaraska just like I'm happy that he got to make this album. Good because this like you can tell in like some dreams and some of the uh, like the, the lyrics to the other songs that this was a kind of a, a, a process of closure for him. Um, if you don't know what happened with him, I would highly recommend checking out the "Yesterday Was Everything" documentary. Basically, um, they had a pretty rocky relationship, and he got kicked out of the band before they recorded Mirrors. So, uh, for him to be able to do a full length and kind of tell his story, uh, it was just a, it was very satisfying as a fan, and the songs are incredible. The riffs are great. It's still misery signals. I just think that Jesse adds something that Carl, uh, I don't want to say lacks, but uh, there's just an intangible to Jesse's delivery and his vocal tone that I just prefer. And uh, there's just like a, a genuine or what what's the the word I'm looking for here?
0: It's like, like sin- sincerity. Sincerity. It's, it's that's like, the word.
1: It's like the emotion of the lyric, like what he's trying to describe. Shows almost more in his delivery and his voice than his words, if that can even be possible.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely possible, especially when you're talking about a metalcore vocalist. But like, they in, and they intertwine; they play I, off of each other.
1: I feel like a lot of like heavy vocalists don't have that; like they lack. Like that's like why their band maybe doesn't. Not like there's plenty of bands that are big that they don't have that, but like they're just being hard, you know. Oh yeah! Oh and yeah! I think uh like for me to get a record of Jesse. Or not just Jesse, but original Miz Sigs lineup with amazing production in 2020 was like a fucking gift. This was the, out of everything that came out this year, this was my third most listened to record out of everything that came out this year. Maybe second, but I think third. Very cool. So I, not to cut you off, Steve, but just to riff on that, I really, um, I really, 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 really like this record a lot. I'm happy that there's not a lot of newer metalcore that I like, love. There's a lot I like. But this has well, that's just
0: because newer metalcore isn't as cool as nineties metalcore. Maybe I well, I mean, Mystics is pretty much early just early two thousands, but like, well, I I bunch the early two thousands metalcore and the nineties metalcore into the same pocket. I just think I I like I enjoy that kind of melodic
1: sense of guitar that I I mean you can hear it in solo way and like Misery yeah S- shout out Adam D melodic ass guitar but Misery Signals does it just on another level you know. Sure. Just because sure, yeah. they're so technical and te- but not like too hard to li- they're they're technical without
0: being difficult to listen to, which is they're cool. technical but they're they're like pro like digestible prog. Yeah, it's never it's like it's situational boat to. shoes. I said that today. <laughs> did you? And someone looked at me and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Whoa, never mind." <laughs> this um, guy dropped it.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be our cover band. Situational boat shoes. Yeah. What did um, I say we were gonna cover? Something stupid
0: the those nirvana hymns oh yeah my christian nirvana album okay you guys will hear about that later
2: oh man uh I but yeah the wanna...
0: miss record is awesome it's oh, really really good
2: my only other notes on it uh is that uh it's another example of how misery signals are one of those bands where every record has its own unique sound to it its own flavor if you will and this is another example of that it, it stands on its own it still sounds consistent though and um, for a follow-up record that was 16 years in the making, I think it absolutely delivered. And uh, the first and last songs I put are incredibly uplifting for me. which uh, Sure. Which I don't really gravitate towards that kind of music, unfortunately. So um, when I put that on, and I feel good. Uh, I feel good, I guess. But um, Some Dreams, though, it's that perfect mix of, like, you're getting closure, but it's still incredibly melancholic, and it's one of the more touching songs I heard all year. Also, um, he shouts out stole away. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah? Uh, now your fire stole away. That's a lyric. Th-
0: that's not coincidental. I Not promise. at all. Nope. <laughs> no. Too. I hit him up, and I'm like, yo, there's this, like, Missing's worship band. They're called Say something about them. But there's a and Counterparts, counterparts worship
1: band called stole away. Yeah,
2: or <laughs> down the family tree, but, uh. That, that was like i'll live vicariously through that coincidence for a long time like yo there's this <laughs> band there's
1: this band um their one guitar player just really is into fucking 90s and 80s sitcoms um something about fucking family or growing pains or whatever like acapella like,
0: like uh chris texted me like what i don't know a month ago we should just call this to show the chris plant social club we're talking <laughs>
3: <about>. um <laughs>
0: he uh he texted me he's like hey how cool would it be if we like we started the poison wall cover band and one, i was like that's i'm not fucking doing that <laughs> and i'm like there already is one around here he's like what are you kidding who is it i'm like ha, ah, stall away <laughs> we'll probably do a we'll probably do a, a poison wall cover one day me and
1: steve are just gonna fight over which one probably yeah no i think Slice we both want to do an artist rendering
2: of me yeah so i could talk over the breakdown yeah <laughs> there's <is> a
1: breakdown <laughs> with
2: all my said and says um oh, put, i also put my favorite song is sunlifter which got cut from the last album and i'm trying to figure out how
1: maybe carl just didn't
2: they still because it, it sounds like
0: the name of a band that's playing pitchfork
2: or like a really 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 ambient like gent metalcore band i feel like it sounds like the name of a track yeah. i
1: feel like it sounds like the name of a tractor Sunlifting?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. like something
1: Jimmy's dad would have for his field.
0: Does Jimmy's dad have a farm?
1: Yeah, they live on Sh- like off a of shoe corner.
0: Oh, oh so like, like they fucking have, like, OG farms. It's, like,
1: it's like it's like churches, Christian schools, and cornfields.
2: Like they have like combine rigs and stuff for plowing fields. And and now
0: he's a rapper. <laughs> That's so tight, dude. We he's used the, the coolest. We used to have band practice there and we could pee outside. It was tight. I mean you can pee outside anywhere if you're slick.
1: I'm not slick. <laughs> um, a- anyways, my number
2: four, "Ultra Misery Signals," ultraviolet, just a wonderful, emotional record that is very special to me. It's
1: good metalcore, y'all. It's good metalcore. <laughs> it's good. It's good.
0: It's good metalcore, y'all.
1: Real good, fantastic. Um,
0: I'll touch a little on my number four, but I won't go super deep into it because I know it's not on either of y'all's. But uh. The new four year strong record, Brand Pain, is my number four. Um, I like that record. I like it. I liked it. Like, when it came out, it's all I listened to for months because it's uh, Will Putney did it. So, like, it's totally just it sounds super awesome. full and huge and beautiful and stupid heavy. I, like, uh, that album's crazy fucking heavy. Nah, man, um, talk about it if it isn't on ours. Like, tell us why we should
1: listen to it
2: will putney
0: did will, just said. Pu- will putney recorded a pop punk album and it's the heaviest thing i've heard like it's it's just as heavy as the Sigs record but it's a pop punk record it's super super good like they those two like um they're one of those two front men kind of bands and sometimes that's that's cool sometimes that's not fucking cool at all but they have two front men who both have like super powerful voices and they're like harmonizing beautifully like literally constantly yeah the whole time the dude the, there's not just his whole record just her whole career while, while
1: they're while they're like playing stuff at Both two. Point, just
0: Sh- ripping hard as fuck yeah. like one of them's like full-on shredding the other one is doing some polyrhythmic ass technical rhythm shit um it's just if it's uh how do i put this production on this record is beautiful the fullest meatiest warmest but most attacky slamful drums in the world incredible songwriting it starts with just like this vibey sort of mellow almost like dead to fall esque riff and then it just goes in this like slammy d beat thing it's just this beautiful record this uh the lyrics are super cool the whole record's great. I love it. The art is and all, like the videos and the whole aesthetic from the album is like early nineties as fuck. It's just a great album. I love it so much. Uh-
2: They're a band that uh, I just want to say, like for some reason, they keep slipping through the cracks for me because I know how good and consistent they have been for fucking
0: fifteen years. I don't, wouldn't say they've been consistent for 15 years because like they put out their first two records, like, like rise and enemy of the world. I love those two records. Other than the, the newest one, they put out what three or four other records. I don't give a shit about them. So for me, for strong, like was a
1: band that for lack of a better term, like helped change my life in a musical sense because that, that album came out when I started my freshman year of high school. What, Rise? Yeah, it was like September of 07, but my friends got it early. That summer they played at Hobart at Cressmore.
0: Fuck yeah, they did. It was sick. I
1: couldn't go because I was, I don't remember what, it was either a basketball tournament or football. I was in sports. I probably had two a days or something. Oh. Um, uh. And uh, they got the CD early. They had them somehow on their tour. And I was like, yo, give me, I was like, I gave my friend like a 10. I was like yo here's 10 bucks like bring me like a CD if you can if not give me a shirt or something because I couldn't go to the show and they brought it to me and the reason we found out about them is because one of my friends who went was Jeremy Williams' former brother-in-law and when we were in that band together Jer- we told Jeremy he's like what do you guys want to sound like and we're like we want to get Blink-182 and Metallica and like combine them because we didn't know oh he's like oh do you
0: mean 4 Year strong and he goes oh
1: check this band out and we're like what so like that album I've listened to so when i had like a real iPod like an actual iPod before iPhones were a thing that was my most listened to album they all had like thousands of plays and then the next record and whatever and i've seen them a bunch and i mean i met them and stuff they're cool been around that band a lot live very good but the thing is i think i listen to them so much that i now i listen to my it's almost like you take them for granted but you shouldn't because they're so exactly telly. and i think when a keyboard player left, it should make me like them more because the guitar really shines through now. And I think that's part of what you're talking about in this album. It's like, yo, like, it's four-year strong. It's like classic four-year strong,
0: but you take that keyboard out, and it's really heavy. It's, and, like, the album's a lot of, like, um. there's a lot of, like, really fuzzy, driving, like, bass on this record. Yeah. Which is super cool. Um, you might lose me on video for a while. That's Okay. The way that I know what you look like. The way that you um, the way
1: that you have to record and mix synth when you have really heavy guitars, it doesn't make the guitars sound as heavy. If that makes sense. No, that that's true. So like, that's very true. A, a good example of that, and this is a weird one, but like Foster the People is like one of those bands where the guy plays guitar a lot on the album, but you can't really tell. Huh. Because there's a lot of, like, keyboards and synths. I never really listened to Foster the People. That's fine. But you know, like, the hit, like, the pumped-up kicks. Like, you kind of know what they sound like from that, right? Like...
0: I thought that was somebody else. It's Foster the People.
1: Is it? Yeah. Oh. So, like, that kind of of music where it's, like, almost indie-ish. You know what I mean? But, like, not really. Oh, yeah. But it's a lot of synth and keyboard. But that guy, like, if you ever watch a video of them playing live or see them live, like, the guitar, when he plays a riff, it, like stands out like a sore thumb because of the distortion versus like all the synths and shit so to me four Year strong almost like when the synth came away you're like yo like you knew this was heavy but you're like no like it's really heavy And yeah. it's tight it's precise and yeah. then you have these amazing vocals and harmonies over the top so four strong is probably one of the i think four Year strong is so good but they're so technical that they didn't get over the way that data remember ended up getting over not at all. But I think it's I think it's half the time I think it's because they're more technical and
0: slightly less cheesy. And that's not a stab at a day to remember. No, they're both of those are true because they are quite a bit more technical than a day to remember, and a day to remember is a cheesy fucking band. They are. But there's I feel, no way to like say that. I feel
1: otherwise. like in the context of like 2007 through 2010, though, in that scene context, they both hung in there with like the t-shirts and the, the phrases and the songs and the breakdowns and then the day to remember kind of went in this weird direction and four years strong there's some albums like you were talking about where you're like i don't give a shit about those i listen to them i don't care about them as a full album all the time but there's some really good like choruses here and there some really good riffs
0: oh i'm sure if i revisited those records since i went on this brain pain kick for like a solid year yeah i probably appreciate those records again
1: but I, I just think that like it has a lot to do with like they kind of consciously were like, "Well, we're kind of at this war- like we're stuck at this warp tour level." But they remember pretty much what second sucks about For Your Strong, um, and that's lame. And well, yeah, but it's a cool story. Well, song.
2: It, if you uh, For Your Strong wrote about them, and they ended up being right given recent circumstances that we won't get into on this episode.
1: Oh, what happened? I'll talk. We'll talk about it later because yeah. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't want to. I want to keep moving. I just wanted to say though. I think. Oh, maybe I do. Okay. I think Your right. strong though. Just talking about them. I think like there's definitely. I know a lot of people who like them, who like that, like pop punk in general. But I think that they don't get the casual listener because they don't have the one, two, three. Like they don't have the the all that I, all I want or the downfall of us all or the acoustic song that a day to remember has. Sure. But like those are also the songs that you get so burned
0: out on you'd rat you want to listen to the 40 strong shred instead like if if i never hear if it means a lot to you again for the rest of my life i'm gonna be like a way happier person <laughs>
3: yeah right
0: i mean like the- that's a good song but also like i don't give a fuck how many dipshits wearing like white slip on vans can know how to cover that there's like
1: 20 there's probably 10 a day to remember songs that are super important for them that i just like don't care about because i've heard them too many times
0: like i, I don't need to hear panhandle again well, I like Panhandle. I like anything. Else. Well, yeah, that's first record. and You got that weird ass that bullshit. Sounds like Finch, do.
1: so I don't care. But, but I'm talking about shit like fucking Have Faith in Me and the acoustic song that you just mentioned. And like, what? Well, either way, whatever. That's not the point. Is though? I you get what I'm saying? It's like, it's for us. It's been burned into the ground. But for people who are their hardcore fans, they're gonna love it. And for people who are casuals, those are the songs you have to have to be huge. Because a a lot of people that are going to go to a day to remember like show, or I guess for a day to remember it's like a concert now, right? Uh, Yeah, that's a
0: concert. um,
1: They're going to play twenty three songs, and seventy five percent of the room is going to maybe know ten or eleven.
0: And they're going to be headlining United Center. Soon, probably. Yeah, I saw them. No,
1: I mean, I saw them at uh, I saw them at fucking UIC, and there was like ten thousand.
0: I was uh, I saw them at UIC with Prada and P Roach. Yeah, I went to that too. Oh no, shit! I don't think we were friends yet. I was pissed off at
1: that show because they said, "Oh, it's our 15 year anniversary. We're gonna play old shit," and they were like, "Didn't play old shit
0: for the well, most part." Um, that's all right. So, anyways, yeah. Long story short, the four year strong record. Um, from a production standpoint, it's my favorite record of the last couple years. Um, just because it's it's an aggressive, heavy melodic rock record, which is like, fat tight aggressiveness is something that means a lot to me in music and so is is good solid melody and fat warm drums and just cool dirty throaty bass tone that you can feel in your guts all that stuff is like what I look for in music and the fact that they did like a, a melodic poppy record with one of the best heavy producers in the last 20 years also, side note: the way Will Putney records music is so insane and impractical because everything is analog. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. It's cool that he does it, but he's he's just like the last person in the world left who does that. And it's cool that he does, and he, like it, it stands out. Like his albums sound better than everyone's albums. But yeah, if you haven't listened to Four Year Strong record and you like pop punk or you like hardcore or you like just rock music in general, there's probably something in there that you're gonna be into so did you guys both just do your number four that was my number four before i touch my number three so do you want to pause real quick i was gonna say i want to pee quick yeah. because i know my number three steve's gonna have quite a bit to say about it too no that's anyway, i think
2: i think we have the same number three that's cool we'll do we a, probably do
0: we'll do
1: a timeout and then we'll get to the top three perfect
0: yeah because i mean this was uh we're like an hour and a half deep all
1: right Fuck.
3: Cool. let's pause it who did the the higher octave yeah (laughs) nice
0: you always do the fun yo's i don't remember what the show was what we're talking about but we did like a one two three and then one of you went (laughs) you
1: superman that hoe hey shout out soldier
2: boy for dropping swag three the mixtape this
0: year (laughs) um i listened to uh, the new i think the newest soldier boy single like within the last two weeks and i watched the video it's about uh like a hundred shooters. Stove, or... st- stove,
2: stove, 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 <laughs> stove.
0: It's like bad as fuck. He,
2: he, yeah, but he, he wrote trying... Kiss Me
0: Through the Phone
1: way before 2020.
2: He keeps trying to add like an entire another bar within the measure. Right, like you just... can't. I'm like, bro, that's
0: not how math works. Get my Sean Hunter on right now. No, but dude, for real, shout out Kiss Me Through the Phone. What a fucking, what a song.
2: I, Soldier Boy, bro, tell like him such too. a...
0: I no, I'm going to open my phone. You, you look more like Katie Lang. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Katie Lang is growing a mustache. I, Soldier
2: Boy Tell Him, though, had so many hits, like like with my yums on.
1: With my yums on. Or that's Yeah, trick,
0: yeah. No, you yeah, <laughs> trick, you yeah, was on uh, soldierboy.com.
1: Or soldierboytellem.com. That was the first one. Yeah, you're right. With my Yeah, yums yeah trick. We should get some yums. I'm going to go on eBay and find some. Like the next time someone ones. at
0: work comes up to me and like complains about something I do, I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah,
1: <laughs> yo, next time when we do this podcast on sneakers, we gotta talk about Yums. Oh, Yums and K Swiss babes,
2: and babes,
1: dude. K Scott. Swiss. Scott wore K Swiss in high school. Yo, real Scott? quick, I, I love Scott to death, but I gotta, I gotta tell you. So we we're in high school. So, I was like in a shitty pop punk band, and Scott was in like a deathcore band. We were homies like way before that. Shout out so Sabretooth. I'd, so, I'd, yeah, so I'd see Scott. That's a cool name. Holy shit. Yeah, so I was in, in a band that we would wear like skinny jeans. Uh, we would look like a stereo, basically. Okay. Sure. Like deep ass like, Vs? Well, like I would, I really mostly rocked the crew t shirt, but like my, the other guys wore Vs. It was like Glamour Kills, band shirts. Skinny jeans, Vans, Nike Dunks, the whole fucking thing, right? Uh, bright hoodies, like American Apparel hoodies, vests, the whole fucking stupid look. Uh, but Scott would come in, because they are in the Death Corps band, so it would be like white Adidas gym shorts, like a yellow flannel, buttoned up, and K-Swiss, white K-Swiss.
3: And, <laughs>
1: and if you ask Scott about it, he'll tell you. And I just love, I'm not hating on it, like in retrospect, I love that he was rocking the K-Swiss
0: i love that too actually like a
1: scott S- scott actually always his shoes have always stood out to me because like he had these all blue like throwback adidas they're like all navy blue we're in Stowaway or like high top black shoes like scott always has his own does his own thing which i appreciate more than people who ride trends but um the k-swiss was always something that i didn't give him shit about i just always was like yo shout the fuck out shout
0: the fuck out k-swiss what's the k stand for Corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corn Swiss.
3: <laughs> Corn Swiss. <laughs> K- K- Swiss.
1: Yo, I'm going to make a fucking meme. It's going to say, every kiss begins with K-Swiss. Yo, That's
0: what? what they can
1: <laughs> uh, the, the only other, The only other shoes from, from
2: that I gotta scene. I got to tweet that real quick. Keep talking. The only other shoes from that scene that I need to shout out. Uh, shout out Lugs. And Boot shoes, jeans, only, jeans live. Not only lugs, not only lugs, but the lugs colorway that makes them look like Tim's.
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: Every, I just, I just, I just fucking tweeted that. Every kiss begins with case whisk.
3: Yeah,
2: that gets a that that gets a five stars from me.
0: Well, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> I I feel like I i should probably title this episode something about like albums of the year but why would i not call it every kiss begins with k-swiss because who (laughs) the fuck gives a shit fuck that might be the funniest shit i ever said (laughs) and the stupidest no the the hardest i ever laughed when you said anything we'll get back to the topic in just a second sorry but we were at work and then we were singing and riffing and being (laughs) dickheads and then you go but it all was lip <laughs> shit. I, lo- I laughed so hard and you like stopped like I've never seen you laugh like that. <laughs> Dude, when we were at work like
1: okay, so like I'll say this before we get back on the topic because we, we got the top three coming up. We got some good shit but you and I working together was really fun because that like where what you do is only fun for like eight hours or ten hours because of the people. Sure. Like, let me rephrase. Like, like being a printer is cool as fuck. I'm so, not. A, I wasn't a printer, but like, but like the just general, like when you're printing like shit that's stupid. Like, college, like not stuff that's cool with like three colors, but like one color on white, and you have to do 1,200 of them. You know I what did I mean? three colors for IU today, six thousand of them. Okay, <laughs> so six thousand doesn't matter. How much that sucks, right? It or like insane, Yeah or like just the fact that like you can have one fucking small mess up and your boss is going to go crazy. Like that sucks. Right. But like the fact that you and I were like having so much fun because we we're making up bullshit was totally worth all of it. And then the funniest shit was like when anybody else who worked with us would like, kind of like be like, what are you guys laughing at? And we would tell them and they'd just be like, we don't get it.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can tell anyone, like I would come home, and be like, yo, listen to the shit me and Bill came up with today. And Ashley woke at me and she's like, w- "Why, why do you do this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, from- fuck you. It's cool." <laughs> I- I'll tell you when we're off
1: the air. But everybody like messaged me by the way when I stopped by the other day. They were like, "Why didn't you come in?" Oh, for real? Yeah, and I was like, "I oh, don't fucking." I was busy because it's a fucking
0: pandemic.
1: <laughs> I had lips to shit.
0: I had lips to shit. That's so sick. All right.
1: Anyways,
0: we can move on. Anyways, um, what did we end on? My number f- four being four years strong.
1: Yeah. Appropriately. So,
3: kinda.
0: uh, yeah, yeah. So Steve, what's your number three? My number three is lament by Touche Amore. My number three is lament by Touche Amore.
2: Holy shit. What an album. What <laughs> right, before an album in every before regard. We bre- before we break it down. I feel like there's always one album that kind of catches me off guard, and I know that sounds stupid to talk about a touche record, right? Because they're they're fucking touche amore, right?
0: Right. I expected The Lament to be, like, a really good record, but I didn't expect it to be this fucking good. So this record, I completely
2: missed, like, the rollout for it. I didn't listen to any of the singles or nothing. And when I saw that it came out, I'm like, oh, like, Touche put out an album. Like I need I had to kind of like yo, like t- there's a new Touche record. Go listen to it now. Stop what you're doing. And I was a little nervous at first cuz uh you're like how are they going to top stage 4 because of how um how heavy the circumstances and subject matter was behind that record if you don't know. That's a about, really valid point. It's about the singer's mother passing away from cancer and in his coping process like his grieving process is the record right so it's a very um it comes from a very vulnerable place and uh and it, the weight of that just makes that record mean so much to a lot of people but that's essentially what this album is about it's him dealing with the fact that like like there's a whole track by track by jeremy like jeremy bohm wrote up which is re- made these songs mean a lot more to me hearing his perspective but like him dealing with the fact that now he's the vessel for so many people who have dealt with that and how um, my favorite song on the record's is where he's, like, with the line... Mine too! I, Holy shit! Do I die a little less often when I feign Profound? When he's talking about writing this record and it's just, like, how he said... It seems every, every time people have, like, found that in his lyrics, he just thinks it's, like, luck or some weird coincidence. And I'm like, well, I feel that as a lyricist and how hard it is to write these records... But aside from the subject matter, I think lyrically this is my favorite album all year. I just think it's such a an honest and vulnerable record. And a lot of the stuff that he says, I don't think a lot of people could, like, I don't, th- I don't think it would hit me the same way if it was anybody but Jeremy Balm. Yeah. But when it comes down to the music, these are my favorite Touche songs.
0: They're incredible. Absolutely. And there's so much range on this thing. This album sounds like it could be three bands' EPs, but it also just fucking works crazy
2: well. Like we were geeking over the the flange on the bass in the group
0: chat yesterday. Oh my god, they put flange on a bass in the bridge, and it's so fucking tight. In fin- or the Or Go the ahead.
1: slide, gu- the slide guitar on this album. Oh yeah. Can I just because uh, I don't have a ton of comments on this because I haven't really like listened to it like you guys.
3: You but fucking I should. Putting,
1: putting flange, I no, know, I know. I, I'm not saying I shouldn't. I'm just saying like I don't have a ton to add. But putting flange on anything seems really adventurous, but it's usually a good move.
2: I think flange is underrated.
1: Like there's flange oh, on yeah. the drums
0: on fucking feeling this Th- There's that's a real ass thumb on a tape too. Yeah, it's like that's tight. Just, just make it happen,
1: you know. Yep. Anyways, continue. Sorry, just throw that
0: Flange is tight. Uh,
2: the production sounds great. Like, oh, uh, do you know who did it? Amazing. Who do
0: you. Uh, I, can, I can Google it quick.
2: Yeah, it was in the write up, I thought. It's whoever, like, who helped them write it.
0: Da, 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 da. I don't know. What did that just
2: say?
1: Uh,
2: Wait, Ross the,
0: Robinson. Ah, uh, oh, that adds up.
1: Ross, uh, Ross Geller? We did. uh,
0: Shout out Ross Keller.
2: He did. Hair gel. He did Deftones' first record.
1: The Deftones' first
2: record was produced by Terry Date. Oh, well, he says albums produced on here.
3: That's weird.
2: Did a bunch of (laughs) corn. Norma Jean.
0: Every kiss begins with corn. Corn Swiss. Uh, um, Lament was mixed by Steve Evans though. Okay, and he mixed uh dead guy. Hell yeah! Shout well, out and and, and Hatebreed hey, and Dillinger and Saves the Day and Kid Dynamite and E Town and Jaw Snapcase, Earth Crisis, whole Vanilla Ice. This motherfucker did it all. What? Which Saves the Day? Um. Uh. All of them. <laughs> uh, he really? didn't slow down. He did it through being cool. He's static lullaby sepulterra the fucking cure story of the year uh the
1: used etid it's like sepulterra deftones and that was like a whole like connected scene like terry date terry date also did i know you're not talking about terry date but i'm saying he might have got some of those gigs through working with terry date because he also did pantera that's a pretty also did forever and
0: and ever times infinity so call back to that
1: yeah that's the dude because like that's the dude who was doing, like, uh, I know what you're talking about now, because he did the Newfound Glory record. He was doing Snapcase, and, like, Snapcase was touring with, like, Newfound and Saves the Day.
0: I and would like, do anything why. to go to that show. Holy shit.
1: I don't know if they were the same show. I think they were separate tours. But oh. you know what I'm
0: talking about. Saves no, the man, day Newfound- that sounds like a tour that happened in, like, 1999.
1: Saves, saves the Day and Newfound were, like, two bands who would always tour with hardcore bands. And that's why Newfound started playing Mesos, because of Snapcase. Yeah True.
2: Uh, this is the first uh, appearance of Julian Baker on my top five because she sings the chorus in reminders. And uh, hearing Julian Baker sing essentially a pop punk chorus like was amazing. That is really, like, really cool. She does all that all the cleans there. Um, and that video, if you haven't seen it, it's just like a bunch of people from that scene with their pets, which is really wholesome uh The the Manchester Orchestra collab on the album I thought was out of left field, but it worked. Oh, and limelight worked.
0: yeah. I th- it took me a second to like, cause when I first listened to the record the whole way through, I wasn't reading anything. I was just like laying down with like pods in and listening to the album, and then that hook came in, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? I know that voice, and it like I kept scrolling back and trying to figure out who it was, and I just had to look it up eventually.
3: Yeah, But yeah, that's it's, it's
0: really neat, because it really catches you off guard. But when you find out who it is, you're like, oh shit, yeah, duh.
2: And uh, if I... What the hell was I going to say? Uh, the wine's getting to me now.
0: The, uh, the closer of this album. Oh, a forecast?
2: Incredible. Incredible.
0: Oh, yeah. And the sequence it, of this album is fan-fucking-tastic. The first like five tracks, the way they flow, so good. It starts so strong.
2: And it doesn't slow down. Uh, at broadcast you get a bit of a or a broadcast you get a bit of a breather but um it's a nice mix of touche's aggressive stuff they take they do enough things different to where it's fresh and uh just the subject matter the delivery of it uh, i'm not one who usually leans into their super earnest uh like lines but something about Jeremy Bolm just breaks all those walls down, and I really embrace it, and uh, it really hits home for me. Respect. Just the message overall at the end of the record of like, hey, I'm not okay, things aren't okay, but like, that's just kind of where we're all at, and there's no, there's nowhere to really go with it. You're just kind of, you're just kind of going. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I absolutely feel that heavy.
2: Yeah, we're all feeling that right now, and it was just a welcome record, and like I said, it was a, it caught me off guard because I was just ignorant to its rollout, but uh, I love this record a lot.
0: It was really hard for, for me to boil down saying Fane is my favorite song, because the title track is so fucking good.
3: Mm.
2: I love that lead in the beginning with the, the, the drums as well
0: just the way it kicks in and i'm like whoa like it's like a vibey it's ah how do i put it like the, the lead is very almost like i guess for lack of a better term like view esque mill said it reminded him of tiger's jaw when he heard it oh oh yeah yeah that's good like the uh what's the, the pizza record that era tiger's jaw self-titled skypoint tiger's jaw hard what do you mean skypoint They've broken up, like, five times. They have a record coming on in a few months. Nah, yeah, well. They've been consistently touring since uh, 2014. Yeah, again. but they just, have announced that they're done, like, so many times. It's like Bane. I mean, well, basically Bane's what happened played, was, Bane's played their last show, like, 12 times.
2: Since Adam left, they just reset, and they haven't stopped. Fair. But, uh, yeah, anyways... Lament by Touche Amore. That's that's our collective number three between Larry and I. Fantastic album.
0: Agreed. Mill, no, I lost you. There you are. You were Wait, gone sorry, for a second. I had to dip out for a second.
1: My thing like froze up.
0: That's okay. Um, what's your number two? Uh my number two? Yeah.
2: This was this took me I picked today okay that close so um, i'm excited because i don't know what you're gonna say i flipped it was essentially came down you know an eyelash or coin flip whatever but ultimately my number two is punisher by phoebe Bridgers.
0: fair
3: there i don't i don't
0: i don't know why i said i didn't know what you were gonna say because it, yeah it makes sense well you know what the like there was one you knew it was one or the other essentially right um i just i just didn't know which order they fell <laughs> Yeah, I don't
2: know. The whole time, like how, like I don't know. I've argued, I've argued this in my head as this is such an important thing an arbitrary list that I put on the internet every year, right? Um, or which one do I like more when I can enjoy them both? But um, I had so much hype for this album. So like my expectations were so incredibly high, and they were met, which. The second album is so hard to do for so many artists, and you don't know what to expect, especially when the first one gets a little bit of commercial success, right? Sure. I heard the singles, and I'm thinking this is going to be more of a pop folk album, right? Sure. Um, and it wasn't that at all. The The first few singles were on the brighter, poppier side, but the rest were these very subdued uh, singer-songwriter song like tracks, I guess, to sound like a... Anthony Fantano fan Calling songs tracks Um, (laughs) I'll get to him In my number one But uh, I do enjoy his channel Though I'm not Trying to shit on him Anthony Uh, Fanta Fanta yeah Wanna Um, wanna Don't you wanna Wanna wanna, wanna, Anthony Fantano (laughs) Hell yeah So yeah I'm, I'm just gonna go through My notes real quick Cause, uh, respect to, to keep to stay stay on topic here there's so many filters used and textures and layers i mean that's kind of like that's kind of my thing i like when there's a lot going on but it's never hard to listen to and we've we've used that phrasing a lot tonight um, bill has a guitar pick stuck to his eyebrow i wish i could see that right now so i'm but, getting uh,
1: a piercing hell yeah The,
2: the inside of your eyebrow like that
1: yeah then i can get a truck
2: but like this get the side, barbell, <laughs> get the barbell through your eyebrow. Hard.
1: Sorry. Anyway, we're sorry. About, we're talking about indie music. I need it to be weird.
0: There you go. Um. Nothing says is... nothing says this kind of music like an eyebrow piercing. Right. Um.
2: Punisher though is just uh. There's a lot of unique. Just, there's a lot of unique sounds. A lot of really cool textures and layers. Like I said. Um. Just Phoebe Bridgers is a fucking songwriter, man. She just delivers every time she's only getting better and uh i was so surprised that uh this just wasn't like i thought she was gonna put out basically a pop record and had the success that she's had this year but she didn't and still had the success of like getting grammy nominations and all this praise and her own tribal fan base on twitter that i talked about last week and i feel like a prick I just felt a disconnect because I've never had that happen to someone that I follow so closely. And that was, sure. a, that was, that was foreign to me. So that's my, uh, that's my vindication on that topic. But, uh, this thing just has so many good songs. The lyrics don't take themselves too seriously, but they are at times incredibly miserable. The tongue in cheek humor all over the, there, there, there is tongue in cheek humor all over the record, but it's never like, it's never cringy. Like i feel I feel it sounds bad, but I feel like if someone's gonna take inspiration from her, and I hear these lines from someone else, my eyes are gonna roll into the back of my head. Sure. But because, but because of her delivery and reputation with this kind of thing, she it, it, it is her own style, and people don't really
1: have their own style anymore. It's uh, just influence. I have a comment on that, and it's not dissing her because I think she's really good, especially Go on especially on Better Oblivion Community Center. Like I like her, I prefer her on that. I think to solo. Go ahead. But just because of dynamics, but Phoebe Bridger's style is unique and people now doing it are just ripping her off, but her style to me sounds a lot like Counting Crows early material, but if like Gwen Stefani was singing it. Fair enough.
3: I can see that not And I don't
1: mean that in a bad way, but like, I just mean like the, it's like, she has like a band, but it's like indie, so it's like, it it sounds a lot like that first Counting Crows record to me, Mm -hmm. uh, August and everything after, but you know, the third track's the pop song, and then everything else is kind of subdued. It's got August, the and everything
0: after is such an amazing album.
1: Yeah, right. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not dissing it. It's not a rip off of that. I'm just saying like that's like the style to me, but just with like that kind of higher female uh, vocal over it. So it gives it n- nothing against the, the having a male or woman sing, or uh, it doesn't matter who sings. But I just mean like definitely having the higher voice gives it a different uh, overtone. Sure. So that's all. Yeah, I, mean
2: that. I No, but I I, I agree with that.
1: But mean, I think a lot of this music is drawing from stuff from like 25, 30 years ago, and nobody's talking about that.
2: I mean, she, I mean the song Punisher itself uh, is about basically how much she loves Elliot Smith and if she were able to meet him. So there's a lot of Elliot Smith influence on the record, especially when she double tracks stuff. Um, I wouldn't say how much she loves her, but you know what I mean. like uh, Her admiration for her favorite artist who died before she was prominent. Um, but, uh, what else on this record? Julian Baker's on this album again. All of Boy Genius is on this album, as a matter of fact. Connor Oberst is on the record on my favorite song, which is Halloween. Nothing uh, more, Steve, has ever happened in existence. But they're in a band at Better Oblivion Community Center, so maybe that tops it. But uh.
0: Yeah, but did they do like a a a plastic wrap aesthetic?
2: <laughs> no, this thing is done in. <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Corsiva, but it's some serif font that actually looks pretty nice. Uh, yeah um but again uh i just everything about this record i love it's always on i did have a little bit of a disconnect but once i got over myself i just put the record on i'm like no i love these songs and i'm going to continue to love these songs and uh the closer i know the end uh i kind of cool guide it for a bit but it's probably the most impressive song she's ever written and the ending of the record is complete chaos Everyone who did a guest part comes back for the reprise, and it ends with, like, horns and screaming.
1: Oh, that's like the end of the upsides.
2: <laughs>
1: I, don't think, <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't think there were horns and screaming on the end of the upsides.
1: Could be. Um, and then all my I, friends are in bar bands where everyone sings the line and they all reprise together. Yeah, with, like, ten singers. That That was actually pretty sick. Um, all my friends are in skeleton
2: outfits
3: and then at the 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 end
2: and then then at the end of the record where it's so like intense and builds up it literally ends with her like whisper screaming as a joke and her and that her laughing so it kind of pulls you back to reality of like yeah she she's she doesn't take herself too seriously that's cool yeah punisher phoebe bridgers listen to it's my number two
0: very cool i do like that record quite a bit hell yeah it was really pretty good shit do you have a number two Emil? maybe
1: um i guess i can say what i was gonna say because my other one is gonna be your number one sure uh i think my favorite record this year is mac miller circles
0: cool um, there's some know. production like beat wise on that record that is bonkers the
1: thing about the record is like john uh brian or whatever the guy's name is who's like the main producer he's like a musician he like had to kind of finish the record but like not like write anything just he had to like finish all the posts and stuff because mac recorded it before he died sure um but it's it's like i don't know it's like kind of shows when people start to morph into something more than just a rapper or whatever and uh there's supposed to be a third album in the cycle swimming. It was like swimming circles and then one more supposed to be like a straight hardcore rap album, which I was really excited for. Um because max really influenced by like nineties rap, which is cool. But um yeah, I don't know. I like I think uh production's really bonkers on it and the vibes are cool and the lyric, like I am not I, I sound like I'll just say this real quick and then I'll I'll get done with my little spiel, but I normally sound like I'm shitting on lyrics that's definitely not the case. I just don't always gravitate to a, a certain song or a band because of lyrics. Sometimes I do, but Mac Miller, sure, I, I Mac, get that. But Mac Miller is right up there for me with like John Mayer and like Dave Grohl for like people whose lyrics I actually really like. Right, right. And when people talk, hear me say Dave Grohl, they're gonna think I'm talking about like the cheesy like Foo Fighters singles, but I'm talking more about like some of his like stuff that's pretty like more introspective. So, yeah, I feel right. I just really, I think that, like, that kind of um, coming out around his birthday, the beginning of the year, and it being a big deal kind of um, after I was already in Pittsburgh, kind of made me want to check, get back into it and check out the newer stuff. And then once we went on lockdown, I started listening to a lot. It kind of helped me I don't know, just like inspired me a lot to work on stuff.
0: I lost both of you.
2: Um, I just haven't had video. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you.
2: We just lost Larry again. We lost Larry. He's Come on, Larry There we go, I lost Come you both, on, sorry. Larry.
0: There he is. There he is. Sorry. This has happened a lot today, it sucks. Yeah,
2: you guys can go right. you guys can go ahead. Uh, the one thing I'll say about the Mac record, because, uh, again, I didn't mention it because I, I knew you had more elaborate thoughts on it. Um, I thought it was a pleasant surprise when they were releasing the post-mortem material so soon, I guess. Yeah. That w- It
0: was pretty quick.
2: But I was happy about it, and uh, that's a record uh, I really listened to a lot when it came out, and since I have not, although... Anytime I hear something off of it, I love it. So I think that's one I need to motivate myself to just put on. That was one I would always put on when I'm just trying to, like, decompress and calm down, honestly. The vibe on it. It's right.
3: a blue world.
2: Hell yeah. Sky Point Mac. Um, What an Big, album. Definitely. I'm
1: mad that we can't be best friends. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I don't know. Your number two it? My number two is uh, Twenty Seven Miles Underwater by Higher Power. Okay, hell yeah. Um, it's no it was not a really big record by any means, or not a huge band. I don't know anything about this band. I don't know where they're from. Um, one of their songs came up on a daily mix on Spotify and it starts with this like this really just guttural heavy, disgusting slow chuggy riff and i thought it was like jesus piece or something and i'm like whoa this is sick what is it and then this other like a really aggressive screamy slam came in i'm like this is some kind of weird like southern world ish hardcore band i don't know what it is and i saw i'm like okay cool the name doesn't help i still think you're this weird vibey hardcore band um so i go to their uh, uh their profile what i can tell you a couple
2: things about higher power if you needed information. Can you?
0: Because I don't know anything about them. Pretty I just, sure
2: they're from I know the record came right? out, and I love it. I can make this reference again that I made a while ago, but they're from Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah,
0: they're oh, amazing. they're English?
2: Yeah. They're from Leeds oh. in the UK, and their artwork was done by the guy who did the Deftones record.
0: The artwork is very good. If the artwork would be on an album like two years ago, I would be obsessed with it, but since in the era it came out, I saw the artwork, and I was like, fuck you it's very um of the time it's very it's very appropriate for the time it came out in and which i mean i guess is a good thing from a marketing standpoint sure whatever but like fucking christ i've seen this artwork on a fucking like crown royal apple ad and a fucking some other shit everywhere but i mean it's a it's a beautiful album like it's it's it looks really great yeah, visually. So like I do new, I do get why this is a thing because it looks nice. I'm just fucking burnt the fuck out on it. God damn it! I don't want to go down this road. You sound like but, me uh, now. <laughs> What's <Well>, good? <laughs> but uh, I I totally
2: get it. It looks good. I though. know you um, do.
3: Um, it uh, it looks yeah.
0: good, but like fucking Christ! I mean, like cheddar cheese is good, but aren't you tired of it? Mm. No, that's a bad Perhaps. example. You're not a dairy guy. I can't talk to you about anything. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I uh
1: I like this record but I prefer the one before it to this one. Oh yeah. Um that's not like a stab at the new one, I just
0: with this kind of music you can only do so much as it is. Um, I feel like this album itself is like four or five different kinds of music weaved in and out, which I think is cool. Yeah,
3: it, it, it reminds, reminds me a lot
0: of a almost like work, uh you're your... like um
1: yeah, yeah. They have, like the feel of like a of demise but more skate punk. I can uh, see okay, that. Okay, fair. Definitely. So
0: they like, remind I mean, me I, almost kind of of like a like Can't Swim in a way where I don't think so. they have a when lot they, of melodic kind of stuff and they get vibey and they also get like super heavy too. Like when like when Can't Swim decide to drop a heavy record the one time. Like when Can't, Can't Swim released a couple of fucking like songs that sound like Pantera.
1: I think Can't Swim is more of an a day to remember type thing where they kinda go in and out, whereas Higher Power is a hardcore band, but they have a melodic they have a sense of melody. They've always had those like
0: singing choruses. That's yeah. that's fair. But like their poppy parts are fucking like they sound like neck deep.
2: I gotta I have to revisit this record. This is one I'm I'm familiar with the band, but this is one that kinda slipped through the cracks for me, I'll be completely honest.
0: I really, really... It really, really caught me by surprise. It came out of nowhere. I had never listened to this band before, ever. And just the more I listened to it, the higher it got up on my list, and more and more and more. And, like, it's crazy that it was my fucking number two, and it beat out so many just incredible records. But 27 Miles Underwater, which is a fantastic fucking title for anything. It's just They're just a great band, and I love that album very much. I wish I knew anything about this band or where I could... I don't know. Fuck it. Good shit. I'm decently wine drunk, sorry.
2: <laughs> tune in tune in next week to where I, for an hour. I'm just like, "Oh my god, I should have listened to this record. This is my number one." I yeah. lost
0: you both though. Uh Guess now? <laughs> you have us now. I have you now and I heard the last part. We're good. All right, cool. Um I
1: take
2: it Mill and Larry have the same number one, right? Yeah, we do. It's fucking Hum.
1: I I don't really have an order. I I couldn't really order mine. I don't really have that. Well, you're gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna talk with Larry, yeah. You're
2: going to refer to the same album.
1: Yes. Hum. Let me talk about Loathe.
2: Talk about (laughs) Loathe! I let it in and it took everything. It's the best record to come out this year. It's the most important record for Metalcore this year, which I know that sounds like a really stupid, inflated thing to say, but... My God, this album, it's an hour long or close to it. It never gets boring. It goes all over the place, but it's never too much. I think that they are on the similar trajectory as Code Orange, but they're doing it 100 times better. Everything about this thing, it demands your... Oh, I'm losing you guys. Did you lose Steve too? I lost him too. Oh, he man, FaceTime face is. is fucking us tonight. It's okay. FaceTime's fucking us tonight. I guess yeah, you could say we
1: loathe FaceTime.
2: Yeah, we let FaceTime <laughs> in. We, we loathe FaceTime. We, we let FaceTime in and it took everything. But uh, this is the longest. Like I said, it's the longest album on my list. But it's never boring. It takes you all over the place. Um, Anthony Fantano shit on it for sounding too much like Deftones at times. But I Anthony like
0: this Fantano's movie. a douche. Fuck him.
2: But I like, but I was saying the parts that sound like Deftones, I like more than the new Deftones.
1: Anthony Finkakari.
2: To get Chino, of (laughs) all people, to break his streak of only tweeting YouTube links, to drunk tweet about how Two-Way Mirror is better than his own band. Right, how cool is that? That should say everything. And the fact that this thing is so, there's so much dynamic, there's range to it, there's parts that make you want to just fight everyone and there are parts that make you feel like you're you're soaring through the sky and it's never inconsistent it never seems out of pocket it's always just it, it it's just perfect and i think loath are destined for greatness they are the, the production the performances the artwork this is just a complete package and uh I think it's severely underrated, severely underrated, excuse me.
1: In a much less dramatic and less passionate way, I'll just say, yes, it's very good. <laughs> Thanks. I should have just said that. And... No, 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 no. I just mean you covered, I mean, you covered it. That's I'll just yeah. say I concur. I mean, I don't think it's the most important metalcore record or best record of the year or anything like you have strong points just cause I'm undecided. I haven't sat with anything enough to say that, but, I know you've sat with this fucking record enough. I know you play it all the time, so Yeah, okay, we'll not. take your word for it.
2: It's just one of those things where uh there rarely does a heavy band put out a record longer than like a half an hour to where I can just sit through the whole yeah. thing completely attentive. Let alone forty nine minutes.
3: Yeah. And right. uh
2: the electronics, the guitar tones, the bass tone, the vocals everything the drums there's nothing about this record that i don't like and i don't think is exception is exceptional
0: i feel it's that just, for sure
2: it's just a wonderful record and i think this is going to be it's one of those records where it could be a gateway record for people who don't like heavy music and if you only like heavy music and you want to get into more of the alt-rocky parts you can you can say hey sure. you like this part of this loathe record check out teenage wrist for example right okay yeah I, I get that it's such a it's just its own thing and you don't get that anymore and my favorite song off of it is new faces in the dark and the reason for that it's because it's a complete microcosm of the whole record that's actually it mine has, too it has probably the heaviest breakdown it has the most it has the most ethereal deftonesy chorus on the record um it has the speaking part it has it has it all it really does and that's why it's my favorite record of 2020, and that was the that was my most played song of 2020.
0: Right on, that's a, a solid ass answer because that is a phenomenal record. Hell yeah, they're gonna go down in history, as far as like heavy and aggressive bands go, pretty deep. Like they're gonna they're gonna be a a pretty significant. They're they're gonna leave their stamp on time.
2: I think I think you'd be hearing more about them now if lockdown didn't start until like this, like the, the lockdown started over there. And because they're from England, like right when this thing came out, I think they maybe got to do their release show. And that was it.
0: Yeah, like th- um, th- that was it. If The world was a normal place and they got to tour regularly. They would be the biggest fucking band in the world. I'm losing you, Larry. How are you? How about now? I can hear you. OK, cool.
2: Yeah, I I think I've said enough tonight and basically since we started this podcast about this album. um, My only really, the only shitty thing I'll say is I don't know how music critics, because I like Code Orange a lot, I don't know how music critics can say all this stuff about diversity and range in a metalcore band and talk about Code Orange but then shit on this album because I honestly think this album does it better.
1: Cause, well, Steve, you're talking about people who praise all this stupid-ass pitchfork pop music that's all identical and then don't listen to anything else, so don't worry about those critics, man.
2: In a, in a less aggressive sense, it was kind of what I was inferring about folklore last week.
1: Yeah, it's like, I, I'm just saying this about like music critics. It's like, you know, people will say shit because it's their job, but like the way I look at it is like, how are you going to... Let somebody who doesn't even do this like have a say on if it's good or not. Fair enough. It's like me uh, being a food critic and not knowing how to cook. You're a good (laughs) cook though. No, but but I'm saying like, you know
0: what I mean?
2: Yeah, of course. But yeah, I've, I've made my piece. I let it in and it took everything. That's my favorite record of 2020.
0: Respect. For sure. That's a good ass album. well okay, I still got
2: you guys cool it's time for you guys to talk about one number one well my
0: number one is the hum record the new hum record that they dropped uh, out of nowhere their first record in 20 years and one day everyone just woke up and they're like hey shit there's a new hum album and it's just it's beautiful it's giant it is drenched in reverb and fuzz and big chords and somber melody and space and just sits in your head and in your guts. It just makes you feel like you're, you're alive and sad in a good way. If that makes any sense. I know that sounds stupid out loud, but it's just, it's a beautiful record. The production is insane. It's so just giant. Like it sounds like they set their gear up in a fucking Canyon and put a bunch of room mics around the Canyon and recorded a record. <laughs>
1: Well, Matt, Matt Talbot is just an absolute animal when it comes to production. True. And live, he's using Orange Stacks, and the other guy's using a high watt, and they have all this headroom, and they're able to really get a huge sound, and he just, for some reason, knows how to capture it. You know, I mean, he really knocked out. The production alone on that album is worth, you know, all the
0: praise. Oh, yeah.
3: No, i love that really, record i really like it's it, come
0: out i've listened to it probably two or three times a week i haven't stopped there are certain bands that can that
2: have this ability to just when you hear a certain part or a certain like a certain section of a song that just feels like a wave crashing over you i get that a lot oh, yeah. on this album i get that a lot on the loath record as well um and it's just a certain i guess intangible that hum is you know they're, they're really good at doing that, <laughs> as, as they've proven time and time again. But uh, I did like this record a lot.
0: I just haven't no, listened but, to it nearly as much as I should. Like It being like a an audible wave that crashes over you is a really good way to explain this type of thing.
1: Hum is able to do that kind of audio aesthetic thing in a way where they can show you like the vibe, but then they're able to use dynamics to diverge from one constant setting of the song and then... You know, lyrics and melody obviously um, add to that, but like they they take you on a sonic ride as well as an emotional one. All all the Hum albums are really good too. So true. They never did anything bad. So it's nice to see that they're able. After I think the last one was ninety eight, Heavenward is Downward, or Downward is Heavenward. Sure. That one's like ninety eight. So it's like twenty two fucking years is a long time between albums. <laughs> yeah. No shit. So good on good on them.
0: Good on them for putting out the best record of the fucking year by a landslide. Well, Um, I wish I, I mean, I don't have a ton of specifics about that record other than just it's, it's atmospheric and it's heavy as fuck. And it's just beautiful. And everything about it is just, it's perfect.
1: They're able, for me, it's impressive that the, for as long as the songs are or the album in its entirety, um, Mm -hmm. it's not boring but it's not chaotic. You know what I mean? Like, some albums are either too boring or too busy that are long. Right. And this one kind of has a nice, it, it moves I get really, that. it's paced really nice, I guess, I should say. Sure, sure. So which is like, fair. It's not hard to listen to, which is fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I would agree.
2: That's purple, which is It bad. is purple. It is purple. It has nice art. All my top it's five. It's nice to see. Yeah. And, it, it fits too. All my top five of great art. I would say all the top five that I have of
1: great art. I get that. Nice. I think since I didn't officially say it, I'll just do my top five in no order. I guess were the Hum record, Mac Miller record, uh, the Newfound Glory record, um, I guess maybe Deftones. I think i really like jimmy's record i like the heavy cream record nice hell yeah shout out jimmy let's see if I, I had some notes on this but i'll just before we hang up just to make sure i'm not missing anything while you're looking for
2: those um earlier i pulled my instagram oh. and asked them what their favorite was oh, miss sigs
1: too sorry i just want to say miss sigs of course oh word yeah
2: hell yeah um i got a decent amount maybe six or seven responses and uh Loath took the majority, but again, there's a bias between who I hang out with. Clearly, um, <laughs> and I got one for Punisher. I Got one for Folklore, which again, if I can make my piece, I don't think it's a bad record. I don't like. I don't have anything against it. I just think it clearly drew influence and took advantage of the popularity of like indie singer songwriter and that whole aesthetic, if you will. I mean, hell, they pulled the lowercase track
0: list out of their ass for that one. But, uh, I think it's a phenomenal record, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really that, do. I hate saying it out loud, but I really do love that album. No,
2: there's nothing wrong with that. It is a good album.
0: I mean, it, it is something wrong with that, because I'm a grown-ass man, and I love a Taylor Swift album. Nah, fuck that. If it's it, good, like it.
1: Taylor Swift, for me, Respect. If I can comment real quick, Um, it's definitely like not bad. It's just like they take whatever's going on at the time, and then they kind of paint it to market towards her audience, which is younger women that want to be like her, which is nothing wrong with that, fair. but that, that's how it goes. So to me, it's like that's, sometimes when I want to listen yeah, to Taylor Swift, fair they, as hell. when I want to give her a lot of credit for what's good in her music a lot of times it's like the melody writing or things like that which is really good because yeah. a lot of the other stuff just it's not that it doesn't resonate with me it's not meant to like they're not trying to sell me on taylor swift i mean maybe as like a guy who they maybe want to like make her look attractive or whatever not saying she is yeah, sure sure but like the really the in the in the music like the music is meant to be marketed towards young women who want to who look up to her who want to be like or, or hell, even, who even want to be the character that she's playing as an artist, if that makes or
2: sense. Maybe I'm the maybe I am part of that Target demographic where they're trying to get crossover from people who listen to every Dead Oceans record release or they're or trying to say, Hey, if you like to punish her, check listen to the new Taylor Swift. Yeah, they're gonna um, fucking
1: send Anthony Fantano like ten grand to fucking give it a good review.
2: I think he gave it a I don't remember what he gave it. Um, anyways, the the only other one, the only other uh, one I got was uh, a response I got besides. Uh, again, that's a bunch for Loathe. One for Phoebe Bridgers. One for one for Taylor Swift. And I got one for How I'm Feeling Now by Charlie XCX, which I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um that is Michael, you if it. you're listening. Michael, if you're listening, I told you I would listened to that six months ago, and I never did, and I apologize. So I'll take the time to revisit it.
0: I'll listen to it, too.
2: That's all for me.
1: I probably won't. That's all for me, too. <laughs> um, I'll just throw for out... though. Since we're probably not going to do what we've been listening to, because that's kind of the whole episode. Um, I'll throw out, um, it's looking... I, I knew this a little while ago from sources within my family, but I didn't want to say it. But it's looking positive that we're going to get a legitimate vaccine for COVID, like they were saying
0: cool i'm getting it that day
1: well let some people get it first to make sure you don't die from it fair but i'm hearing you know like when they were like oh it's coming it's coming like it wasn't total bullshit but you know when they do stuff like that they got to make sure it's
0: i'm willing to guinea pig that though i would die for the greater good of humanity respect um well, they'll they'll probably have
1: plenty of people who are going to get it first, just because they'll be first. Someone involved. has to. But, um, anyways, um, so yeah, hopefully, uh, just my point in that was just hopefully that we can see all these people play their albums live next year.
3: Yeah.
1: Or sooner rather than later, What it's safe. Fair. That's all awesome. fair. Because I think uh I think we would all could agree that we'd appreciate seeing a lot of these bands play these albums or these songs from these records live.
0: Oh my God! Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, obviously.
1: Obviously, I can't see Mac, but, uh, you know, otherwise. No, but I want to see NFG play fucking Himalaya. I want to mosh. I'm going to open up the pit, activate the pit. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: All right. uh, Once,
0: like, hospitals aren't filled with COVID patients and we can go to shows again, hospitals are going to be filled with fucking people that got beat the fuck up and pissed. Moshers, yeah. (laughs) It's
1: going to be like the outsiders when they have that big fight at the end. No, because
0: yeah. the pits are gonna be fucking buck ass wild. Like you
1: know what I'm talking about in that movie in the Outsider. what's it called go. when when they have that big fight? They have a name for it. Oh, well, I don't know.
0: I forget. I'll figure it out. But yeah, they have like
1: a big fight at the end. It's like the greasers and like the preppy kids or whatever, and that's exactly what the fucking newfound show is gonna be like when they play Himalaya. It's gonna be look at these old fat guys hitting each other. <laughs> I'm in, let's go. Cool. Anyways, if you listen I, to all uh, fucking... the rumble, I think that's what it's called. I got
2: nothing else. So if you listen to all two, two ass hours of this, thank you so much. Um, I hope you check out these records if you haven't heard them. If you did, I hope you I hope you still like them. If you didn't, tell us why. Um, thanks for answering on Instagram, all seven or eight of you. That really we really appreciate that for your feedback. And um. Larry and I were, like, wine drunk for most of this, so we hope we weren't too, uh, out of pocket.
0: I had eight shots. Also, no, with, like, the fucking, like, crazy Wi-Fi lag and shit, I feel like editing this is gonna be, like, a huge pain in the ass, but, uh, I'm into it, so let's do it. Just leave
2: every pause in there. It'll be like, so anyways, um, I really liked it. Oh, shit, where'd he go?
0: (laughs) No, but, like, the last, like, ten minutes specifically have been, like, super laggy, so I don't know if, like, I'm getting a bunch of audio-fed, like, in a row quickly and I don't know if any of it's going to line up so I'm going to have to, I'll figure it out and I'll make it work but it's fine
2: for sure, anyways um, next week will be season 2 finale and we will we don't know what the
1: fuck we're doing we'll figure it out, we'll think of something really cool though, we might have a guest, we might not we'll surprise you surprise chances
2: are, it'll be me bitching for two hours about akira
0: extended
1: let's
2: do wing that dings. yeah
0: anyways i won't be bitching about wingdings i we be talking about like yo wingdings should be the only typeface on earth
1: <laughs> i'm start a band called wingdings dope all right well all right thank y'all. you guys for listening everybody wing chung tonight
0: everybody have a good time and be safe I will uh I will back that up everybody fucking Wang Chong tonight and for life